For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode of the Nate Lamb Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh, Rocket Money, Delete Me, and Better Help. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargetzi, uh, Brian Bates, and Weber, and the wonderful, the female, Dusty Slay. <laughs> <laughs> she believes, Angela Johnson doesn't believe in space just as much as Dusty Slay does. <laughs> and the you gotta be the You, you got to be the conspiracy okay. person yeah. for I can us. Do that. Would you, you have ghosts. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Are ghosts conspiracy? Not everybody believes in ghosts, I guess, huh? You know, she was originally scheduled to come right before Halloween. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, she's an expert on ghosts. So, Angela Johnson. Hi. uh, So glad you Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I've been wanting to come and hang out with you guys for a minute. We've been wanting you to come. Me and Angela go uh, go way, way back. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She took me on the road. She's the first one that ever took me out anywhere. That's really, awesome. the long, the only one that took me out. My really? only, ex- uh, I would go out with some other people. I went out with Marin and Bert. Like <clears throat> Marin probably was a good bit, but you were the longest. Yeah, I went out a long. I like I really uh-huh. like learned a lot with you because we would go to all the clubs. Yeah, and uh, and really was just on all year. I went to Guam. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Uh, where what was it in the other? I know I can't blank in the other place. It was Guam and uh, Saipan. Saipan. Where's yeah. that? Next to uh, Guam. Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is right next to what Guam. What about Nate made you want to take him out with you on the road? It was road? hilarious. And a good hang. That's very important okay. to me. Is we have, I have to feel comfortable yeah. around you. Yeah. And you got to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do favors on stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be funny. Yeah. And then we spend way too much time together to not enjoy each other's company. Right, right. And it has to be someone that you trust. And I think um, I loved that you were married. And so you wouldn't be like hoeing out yeah. on the road. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a different vibe yeah. when you're working with somebody who's right. like hoeing right. in the streets. Yeah. Right. And like, oh, okay, just show up on time tomorrow. See yeah. you later. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was... Uh, because you were single then, too, and probably getting hit on a lot. I actually did not get hit on a lot. It's different for girls. Like, I think it's, like, intimidating 
like a guy doesn't look at a girl in a position of power and be like, oh, let me try a hit on her. Mm. That's mm. not really a, mm. a thing, Interesting. you know? I think if after the show, if I hung out at the bar and like yeah. mingled, yeah. then probably, yeah, but I never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There, uh, <clears throat> when we, because we first met, we both did New Faces. Mm-hmm. Montreal New Faces, 2008, I believe. <clears throat> and so it was, uh, I've always, I always liked this story because it was like, Angela <laughs> asked me like, oh, do you want to go on the, you want to open for the road? In my head, I'm like, we are both on New Faces, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I why would I go open for someone that's got the same thing I got? <laughs> and then we went to, uh, Houston, I think, was the first one, and you sold out eight shows. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. this I is go, different. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know, I still have a an a, a set from that weekend that plays on Sirius Radio. No way. Yeah, because they recorded that was it was right when Sirius was. Uh, I don't know, Sirius two thousand eight, but it was like something. There was a reason I wanted to do it, and uh, <clears throat> so it still played. There's some old jokes. Wow. And it's 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 because they had an audio recording there, and oh, that you could do it, and I got it, and then I submitted that to oh, Sirius, cool. and I, it still gets played. Oh, that's! I wonder if I could ever go back to some of my old tapes that I have and like submit it. Hey, this is vintage. I mean, I don't know that I want to hear <laughs> any <laughs> yeah. of my super old stuff. Although I'm currently posting like from the vault clips yeah. of like yeah, this good. was my yeah. my first time on stage and you know stuff like that but if you have old albums or if you have old stuff that you can put out on serious mm-hmm. i would do it yes yeah. absolutely especially i mean you own that probably too yeah yeah it's not through someone else right yeah i mean then you're gonna get 100 percent of the money for serious yeah. so that's what that's the positive with that one that i have that is like i just send it i'm not you know i don't own i own it with someone else mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. me and then when you all the other ones are like you know it's you, you you're splitting it because you don't know it's like right. half and half right 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 whatever it is but yeah you should definitely submit that you're clean you play on all the channels that stuff you know those clean channels don't get they don't there's not that much they can put on there I mm-hmm. mean there's a lot of stuff on it but your your whole album can yeah be put my on my new that. special I own that whole thing because I did it myself so that's I- great. That's going to go up there. Yeah. I think next year we're working on it right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. You get it. That's what I own, Hello World. And it was the only one I've ever owned. And, uh, yeah, owning it is, you know, it's just, it's kind of crazy because you can do whatever you want with it. You know, when you do mm-hmm. Netflix and stuff, you're like, you can only post so much stuff and blah, 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 and all this kind of thing. And it's wild to be like, yeah, do whatever you, like you, you see it in the email and you're yeah. like, wait, I have the whole thing yeah because you don't ever feel like you get the whole thing yeah yeah it's always with comedy central like full-time magic i don't have mm-hmm. i don't have it i don't have it i can't right. if you were like can i go watch it you know i'd be mm-hmm. like well, i'll go buy it on itunes really. yeah but it's like when you're seeing it like it's just in your email and you're like that's crazy dude you just have the entire special and do it cut it up do whatever you want mm-hmm. i just had it email earlier they were asking about like uh oh yeah when her exclusive rights to youtube are done and then we'll put it up on our channel talking about like the next steps after this special and i was like when are my exclusive rights done it's mine i own it it's on my page do i have an ex like you know what i mean then i'm like i don't know how long do i get to decide how long i want it on my channel only it was because typically there's like a boss that i go like hey how long (laughs) <laughs> when's the contract up and I can put it on other places yeah so I'm like oh 
when is the contract? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What do I ask? Ask yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then tell yourself, I'm tired of you asking this question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you go, oh, you again. Uh, yeah. uh, you know what? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. That's when I decided. Yeah. I mean, that's the way a lot of entertainment is starting to become is this. Uh, it's you, you can, everybody can kind of do their own thing. And uh, <clears throat> it's it, I mean, it's a good thing. You got to be care. It's like I always think you got to be somewhat careful. You don't want to be like to you know like to like making people pay for stuff or like uh -huh. trying to you know it's like yeah stuff just still needs to be accessible yeah but you it's but yeah you can go i mean you can go make your own tv show if you want to and put it on youtube you can do whatever you want mm -hmm. it's pretty mm -hmm. fun uh another thing that i would say about you angela that i've because it's because i learned so much through watching you every like when you would come over everybody knew you uh and hey, I got come off. Was it full time? Full time magic. I got. I think with you. Really? Uh, no. Was it, no. The half hour. It was a half hour. My Comedy Central presents. Dave Rath called me. Mm. You were at my house. Oh wow! You're at my mm. parents' house. Yes. And uh, and they called, and I found out I got the half hour Aww. with you there. And something that always stuck with me uh, that I might have told you before, but I'll I'll say it again. That my dad always said about you is that when you came over to our house, I mean, you were the first like celebrity come, like, no one, you know, it was like crazy that and yeah. every, you know, all my aunts came over, like, we had everybody come because they knew Angela was coming over. And my dad said about you, he said, you know, Angela gave everybody her time. So, mm. like, everybody you went to, you really looked them in the eyes and you gave them the time. And I carried it with that to me to this day. Because of just because seeing you do that, I always that was always a special thing. Yeah, I stopped doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I travel with her now. And she's like, don't talk to me, don't uh -huh. look at me. Uh, <laughs> Brian will bring that out of you. Yeah, man. yeah. that's what we learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hang with me is shut up. <laughs> it's a lot of you that's again. <laughs> that's special. Thank yeah. I think your dad says he still, well, before he burned the house down, has her picture on the refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love yeah. your dad. I mean, you were, yeah, you were the, you were our first, like, I mean, you know, you were huge. And you, so you were the first person we ever saw that, like, you know, people were like, she's coming to your house? And you're like, yeah. The girl from YouTube is coming? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the first, you were, yeah. I mean, you were the first wave of the YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If people don't know, it's the nail. The nail salon. Nail salon girl. I'm sure people know, but if they don't. It's that uh, in that sketch, like, and I mean, it was fun to watch you have to, because you would close on it. Then to, I mean, I was with you long enough to see you try to be like, well, we got to, you got to stop doing it. Right, right, right. Like it can't just be, you don't feel like you can do this forever. And it's funny because with that joke, like the nail salon was so, everybody wanted it. And especially during those like first four or five years, yeah. right? It was still like people were just finding it. Mm. And now it's almost like um, nostalgic, yeah, right? So now when I present it in my show, I present it kind of like a thank you. Yes. Like, hey, thanks oh, for riding great. with me for so long. Like, yeah. I know a lot of you know of me because of this bit. 
Um, a lot of you heard of me because of this bit. Some of you quote this with your friends from high school and like, cause I'll have girls come up to me and like a meet and greet or whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, I used to watch you when you were in high school, when I was in high school. And I'm like, wait, we're not the same age. Like what happened? What do you mean? Like, I thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me and you look the same. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. And, um, so now it's kind of like that, that piece that I like save for the end. Like we just experienced a whole hour of like new material, nothing you've ever heard before. And then, you know what? Thank you. So here we go. And then as as soon as I even mention it, it's like yep. crazy energy. One of the biggest pops I've heard at Zany's was when I got to open for Angela and you did that. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. To have oh. anything that resonates with people like that is that's pretty special. Fun. Yeah. Well, I, everything that I have gone through, uh, I, all my experiences are through you. Aww. So it's all the uh, anytime you, You're you start. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, it means a lot. It's it it really does. It's all the uh, <clears throat> uh, headlining the clubs and people are there to see you. And I mean, I remember at Zany's we saw where you know or somewhere else they're like, oh, you're like, hey, we need like security or something, and they don't. No one would really do it, and it's like then it becomes a problem. And you're like, yeah, she's not, she should have someone's got to be out there. Like they told the you and I to do it. Yeah, at Zany's. <laughs> they told us. And then it's like you just see all this stuff that you almost see. Him being security for anything yeah. is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> he was he just would stood next to her and everybody was like, I don't think it's worth going over there. I would just repel them by being close yeah. to her. Yeah. Well they they did. They're like, you just you guys go and how you think it, how well you think that went over with him when they asked to be security. <laughs> well, I because it, 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 we're not doing right. We don't work for the club, right? And you think you might need somebody? That was a while. Real, that's, right. I think yeah. Angela had a lot of people didn't know how big she was, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it was. It's it's like oh, you know, Angela Johnson's come this weekend. They don't think anything. Then they're like, oh, oh, well, it's yeah. eight shows. And then I would see when she would take pictures. With women, they're very excited, and then they're grabbing her, and they're you do this mm -hmm. and do that. Like it's, you know, it's a whole thing. So if there's no somewhat control, yeah. she'll be out there for two hours, and it's going to be exhausting. Yeah. But no one is. It, you can just see when people are like they've never seen this, they've never dealt with this, so they don't know how yeah. to, to. They don't know how to do it. There would be times after the shows, like meet and greet at merch, when I used to go out to the merch table and say hi to everybody. Um, the, whoever I was working with as a road manager at the time would try to explain like, okay, we need stanchions yeah. to like organize this and like keep people back. And they're like, we got it. We, <laughs> we do this every weekend. We got it. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and then sure enough, it's just like madness. And they're trying to like problem solve or like, this is why we told you and then fix it for the next day. But yeah. it's like, it was a lot of that, that we don't like, they were like, we got this girls. Cause there was like all girls coming in, me mm. and a female road manager. And they're like, you're cute. We, we got it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay. Yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, I wonder if it was just the fan. It was, you know, I wonder if it was the first kind of you know like it's almost the surprise fandom that people don't know what they're getting into because you gotta think before internet and all that stuff most clubs you're like you know whatever big act that you have you know that guy you probably know the crowd that's exactly mm -hmm. coming there's a level of like you know before internet anybody that came through a comedy club that sold tickets was like everybody knew who that person was mm -hmm. yeah and then you really got in this phase now 
where you're like, people sell tickets and they don't, there's people that are like, I've never even heard that person's name. Uh-huh. And you're like, well, it's going to be a problem because <laughs> they're, that person's fans. And it was almost, you were just at the, you were just like kind of the, the first test. Yeah. yeah. You're the test for that kind of just thrown out to the wolves to be like, oh, it went from zero to like, <laughs> we got to get people trying to get backstage. Uh-huh. People trying to do, you know, like a Guns N' Roses concert. And then, <laughs> but no one knows how to stop that. You know, because no one's prepared for it. Yeah. 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 No one's prepared for that. And and just, you know, people trying to take advantage at the same time because mm-hmm. I'm so new. I'm a girl. And, you know, especially with like at the time, it would be like a sellout bonus. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and I had no idea how the business end of things worked. And like for those listening, like if you sell up to a certain point, then you get a bonus. And then if you sell up to the next you know, Mark, then you get another bonus, right? Mm. You have to sell at least like, let's just say 500 tickets and you get your first bonus, right? I remember being at a comedy club and we were going through the numbers at the end and let's say it was 500 and he was like 489, so close, next show. 496, ah, so close. And I'm sitting there with him going like, Ah, so close. I almost made it. Not realizing anything. Like, I'm just like, you know, following the rules is how it works. And then I remember being at New Faces that year and sitting with Fluffy and um, just talking to him about like business. Because again, I was just starting to like, people were starting to know about me and like what I was doing on the road and stuff. And I was uh, telling him that. And he goes, So why didn't you just buy your extra tickets? And I'm like, What do you mean? He's like, You're six tickets away from a sellout. Just buy your six tickets. And I go, I could do that. And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I learned so much mm-hmm. just from that one conversation with someone who had been doing this for years, but I didn't know any better. Yeah. And then I'm pissed at this this manager who's clearly taking advantage of me because if that was somebody like a fluffy coming in, they wouldn't have pulled that. No, they would have no. been like, and yeah. here's your bonus, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like things like that that I had to learn after being taken advantage of, you know, time after time being like, oh, wait. And then then we got real strict. Then we had a, a clicker. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> Lauren would walk yeah. away, walk around with a clicker and count people. And I, and I would tell her after a while, I'd be like, make sure the manager sees you counting. I want him to know that we're we're doing this. Like, yeah. watch us, watch you. Yeah. Is what it was. Yeah. Then we started getting a real like, okay, what? Do, this is what I got. What'd you get? Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Henry Cho has a story about club managers doing that, and he and another guy, and they would have the audience count off <gasps> during the show. That's stop. <laughs> Wait, how? How would they do it? I mean, I think the guy would just call out the manager and say, "Henry said it wasn't him. I forgot who he's with," and he would like just start right here, one, two, and everybody <laughs> no. would just. Just so right there, you could prove how many people are there. <laughs> I mean, to take out the to take out the the wind out of a show. Yeah, yeah, is, seriously. yeah. it wouldn't take the wind out of my show. It would take about fifteen right. seconds. Yeah. You go. All right, we'll start one, two, there. And What'd you get? What'd oh, you, you also had two. Okay, yeah, two. He goes. I had two, and I was giving you a three because yeah. I was counting you. Yeah. Imagine being in that show where you had to. Shout out. Uh, like, how was the show? I don't know, but I was 17. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is you're probably getting your bonuses. You're probably getting them, and they're just making up that you're not. Like, they would just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always heard about this, that stuff, too. And I heard the thing with you. I, heard, I think that new, that thing with Fluffy, like, where it's you just buy the extra tickets mm-hmm. or you buy them out. You do. 
it's that kind of business sense of, and yeah, and at the beginning they can, you know, I think and hope, I think clubs have gotten a lot better with that kind of stuff. Like they're, it's more, it's a much better process. Mm -hmm. It was the, the early on clubs versus like, you know, you were just right. That late nineties to the two thousands, it was just, you know, again, there's no internet. There's no one can talk. No one can, there's no one like being like, yo, they're doing this. They're doing that. Mm -hmm. Now it's, I, I, from what I hope and that the bigger, the big main clubs Mm -hmm. seem like they have got it in a better situation. Yeah. 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 And that's what you want. Yeah. As a comic, you want to get first, you get just straight up offer. To come mm-hmm. do the club, maybe it's eight hundred bucks, no flight, no whatever. Then you eventually you go to you get bonuses if you sell out, and then you want to get to a door deal. That's your if you're listening. That's your yep. that's your door deals the that's where that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. Uh, yeah. So, but how quickly did you blow up from when you started to when you did nail salon? Uh, quick, the right? nail salon video, I had been doing stand-up comedy for four months <laughs> when that video came out. And that video was recorded in 2006. It came out in January of 2007, I believe. And then from January to February, there is four million views on that video. And this is brand new thing called YouTube. Nobody yeah. had ever heard of it. Yeah. Um, and then it starts going viral. And I remember. I was, this is MySpace days. So my MySpace page is blowing up. Um, I had a cousin call me in San Jose and she was like, Hey, there's this video going around at work. And, um, my coworker sent it to me and it's you doing the nail salon joke, but they didn't send it to me. Cause like, Oh look, here's your cousin. They were, it was just being passed around. They didn't even know I know you. And that was like the first time that I remember being like, Oh, that's weird. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Started getting messages all over MySpace like, hey, when are you coming to perform in Australia? When are you coming to the Philippines? And I'm like, what? I have 12 minutes of material (laughs) that I wrote in this free joke writing Mm -hmm. class that I took at a church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean when am I coming to Australia? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it just started like skyrocketing. And I remember I was replying to all the messages that I got in MySpace. And these were like thousands of messages that were coming through and i didn't know how to be a celebrity nobody teaches you like how do you be famous right and so i'm replying to every single message and also this is a new era social media is brand new it's we have myspace like that's it and so there's no like etiquette or anything (laughs) so i'm just like replying to every single person who sent me a message and then i'm like Oh my God, I can't keep up. Let me copy paste. Like, thank you so much for the support. Copy paste, copy paste. Like I was just saying that to everybody. And then I remember a girl replying and being like, is this a robot? Cause you already said this to me before. And I'm like, Oh my God, sorry. I don't know how to be famous. Like I'm just trying to reply to everybody. And like, it was so overwhelming. And at that time I didn't have an agent. So, um, and I was trying to be an actor. I wasn't even trying to be a comedian. I was trying to be an actress. And I was like, Oh, I'll just, you know, do this thing for fun. Um, and I, I started getting messages from network executive assistants and they would send me a message on MySpace and be like, Hey, I'm the assistant to so-and-so at CBS, at Fox, at all these networks. Um, they would like to meet with you. They saw your nails on video, like to meet with you. And then I would come into these meetings and they're having me cold read for pilots. And I'm, I'm like, not prepared for 
any of this that's happening. Like yeah. I have meetings. I'm like, I had to buy a calendar. Like I didn't know what was happening <laughs> and completely overwhelmed. No agent to like organize any of this. I'm just showing up green to sitting in a network executive's office and have no idea what I'm yeah. doing. And they're like, here's a script. Why don't you read that? And it's for like a CW pilot. And I'm like, okay, sure. I don't know to say anything like, oh, can I step out for a minute and like run it a couple times? Uh-huh. Like oh, I just yeah. like get this paper in front of the guy who says, yes, you're on a TV show for the rest of your life. And I'm like, <laughs> Hey, my husband dro- like I'm I don't yeah. know what I'm doing, but bombing all of these I think these I would meetings. have done that till now. <laughs> like I think I'm glad I learned that now that yeah. I could say, "Hey, I'm going to step yeah. out for a second." Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still learning from Angela. <laughs> so, it was a whole whirlwind of like what is happening in my life, and I remember having a conversation with my sister. And keep in mind too, like this is, you know, 2007. I had just um, come out of this season. Well, I wasn't even out of it when this was happening. This was the beginning of coming out of a season of no jobs, no money. I was on unemployment. My unemployment checks had run out. I had like nothing going for me, no auditions. I had been an extra. I had been a stand-in. I got like a couple commercials, but like that was it. And I was like in this super dry spell and it was kind of like, okay, I think I have to go home because I don't have money to pay my rent. I don't have anything. My sister would send me money to pay my rent. She would send me gift certificates to the grocery store. Like family members would help out, you know, but my sister was really the only one that was like, don't come back. Like, stay, Mm -hmm. do chase your dreams. Like, don't just keep trying. And so everything in my life is like, no, sorry, you tried. Give it up. Then this YouTube video pops off. Then this MySpace page starts blowing up. Then all of a sudden I'm getting meetings, CBS, Fox. All of a sudden I get a new agent. All of a sudden I get a manager. All of a sudden all this stuff's happening for me. And then that was January. And then by February I got a new agent. And then by like March, April I auditioned for Mad TV. And then by May I booked it. And then I was like, well, I better start writing more jokes because people keep asking me when am I coming to perform there. So then I start writing as much material as I possibly can. So by the end of the summer I'm now touring as a headliner and now when I started headlining there was like eight comics on the lineup because I didn't have enough time to fill it up so there'd be like eight comics and then it would dwindle down to now it's only six and now it's only okay there's three and then then it got to just a host a feature and me because I had written at least 45 minutes that I could do and so by the end of the year my life had completely changed from January 2007, where I had nothing going for me, but all of a sudden this YouTube video just pops off to the end of the year where I'm on Mad TV, I'm touring as a headliner, um, and my life had completely changed. Wow. It's a crazy year. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a crazy year. <laughs> and uh yeah, didn't and you when first went out too, you would just be the middle act, but you would mm-hmm. sell so many tickets. Yeah. Like, which is, I mean, you got really stuck in a situation that's a very rare situation Mm -hmm. to be in where you don't have the time yet. But so they'd have to book her as as the middle act. And then, I mean, the headliner's got to go follow you as these people are here just to see you. I know. I middled three times. Yeah. My whole career. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. And that's probably, they they weren't going to allow it anymore. Tom Rhodes was the first person I opened for and- God bless him. He was such a gentleman. So help, like was not prideful in the least bit. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, but they sent me to go do radio with him. <laughs> and I didn't know that that's like the headliner does radio, not the opener. Yeah. 
And all I know is like, I wake up early, they pick me up at the hotel. And then he's probably like, what's this girl doing with me? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But here we are both on radio and they're wanting to talk to me. And, and I don't realize how insulting it is to a headliner. I'm just like, I'm doing what I was told to do. This is my first time opening for anyone. Like the comedy club manager told me to do this. So here I am. So that was him first. And he was so just lovely and kind and generous. And I love him till this day, Tom Rhodes. And then my second time was Al Madrigal. And that was at the Brea Improv. And um, love Al. And um, my last time was Steve Trevino in Houston. And that was the last time that I I featured for anybody because I was selling tickets. So it was like, well, let's just give her her own weekend then. And that's how that started. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. You hate time? me even more now? No. <laughs> no. It I love was, it. I yeah, love it. no, it was great. Yeah. <clears throat> it was, it just, nothing like this ever happened. No. And so mm-hmm. it just, and I, but you always did very good with it because you always wrote and you would have to go up. And that's what I always would say about you is like, you're having to go produce all this stuff and you're having to learn all this at the highest level uh, just as you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's very very hard to do that. It's very hard to learn how to. Comedy takes a long time to mm-hmm. kind of get into a groove and figure it out. And you were just having to like just pump it out. And that's you know. Yeah, I mean, when I first met you, that's mm-hmm. when all that stuff was popping off. And I mean, so many YouTube stars, they just they hit for a while and then they just can't maintain it. Right. But you've put out so many specials, and I still travel with you, and you still sell out everywhere so so grateful that people still want to hear from me well you still because you still put out new material yeah because you're to keep it going is Mm -hmm. it it really on paper your career should be should not have been what it was i say that all the time yeah i'm like what (laughs) yeah i don't get it yeah his career on paper is exactly probably a little his career is only on paper so yeah uh, but it's for a, for a typical blowing up that quick of a thing. Right. It really, yeah. you shouldn't have. Most won't be because they can't handle to keep writing, to keep doing mm-hmm. that. That stuff's mm-hmm. exhausting. It's hard. Yeah. You got to stay on the road. That's yeah. not easy. And you went through it and you kept doing all that stuff. And that's why it's sustained. This is the thing that I always talk about here. If you have an act, mm-hmm. you always had an act. And so even when people come see you, they're, they're, they're actually seeing something. Mm-hmm. And then they come see you next time, they, they'd see something. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not just built on nothing. It's, there's, right. there's an actual thing. And that's why you're here where you're at now and not mm-hmm. kind of just like, you know, you could be so far removed from comedy mm-hmm. because you could have been like, well, I'm just, I can't do, I can't keep up with this. It's it, comedy's hard. It's hard to write yeah. an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. How many times have you middled? <laughs> your hair up like that. Because you, 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 you got your thing too tight on your... What are you talking your, about? Your, <laughs> I like it like that, all right? Yeah. I did that on purpose. Don't, don't worry about it. I know, but when I just turned to look at you and just and just seeing that hair and going like, how many times have you middled? You're like... <laughs> they made it go up more? Yeah, yeah it looks like... Your hair spoke for itself. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's like your hair had its hand up going, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Uh, I, I watch the answer. Yeah. I I've middled a lot. Uh-huh. I'm honored to, 
to middle for both of you. Oh, Thank yeah. you. What about me? Yeah, same here. I'm honored to middle for anybody who will have me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These guys, I don't care. I'll do it. Yeah, I will do. We're it. all middles. Everybody's a, you're always a, you're basically a middle always. Anyway. Yeah. You want to tell us about uh, Hello Fresh? Hello Fresh. Yeah, we eat it all the time. Hello, folks, to Hello Fresh. Uh, Hello Fresh gets free, uh, fresh pre-portioned uh, ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered. Uh, we eat HelloFresh all the time. Uh, it's, you know, Laura does it. She makes it all. We've used it, yeah, eight years probably. I mean, we we ate it uh, two nights ago. Like, it's a very easy thing to do. I need to do it. I don't. HelloFresh is great. Yeah. Laura makes, I mean, we really, she does the stuff. It's a very good easy dinner it looks like you look like a real family mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, you're sure sure you, like that's what you don't just yeah. look like you yeah, know like a norman a, rockwell paint yeah like yeah. A yeah, totally. yeah. on a tv tray where you're just eating yeah. you know cereal <laughs> off a plate and you're just you know you look like a normal family that's what hellofresh does makes you feel normal uh go to hellofresh.com slash nate land free and use code Nate Land Free for free breakfast for life. Free what? breakfast. Ooh. I know it's crazy. One breakfast item per box while subscri- subscription is active. That's free breakfast huh. for life at HelloFresh.com slash Nate Land Free with code Nate Land Free. America's number one meal kit. Meal. I don't say the word right. Meal. Meal. You say with meal? an L? I go meal. <laughs> M I L L meal. Yeah, meal kit. Uh, yeah. Meal. Meal. <laughs> That's how you well, supposed to say it. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, let's start with you guys' comments. Uh, Kevin Mitchell. The comments. The uh, the comments read each week clarify so much about the previous episode that I have now started listening to the comments first. <laughs> Then playing the previous episode. <laughs> so oh, smart. smart. Undoubtedly, one of the gang has given out wrong information or clarifies the story they told. <laughs> and it helps me keep up with the wild twists and turns of the actual episode. <laughs> Some people may think it spoils. Spoils. Ooh. Spoils. Would you say like, I like that? Spoils. 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 I have a joke about this, Mac. Okay. Spoils. About saying this uh some people may think it spoils the episode by having some advanced knowledge but for me it's like reading a book before going to see the movie oh that's fun that's an adventure for kevin yeah kevin mitchell is that his name from uh uh, home alone yeah also also a baseball player what's kevin is kevin mitchell home alone yeah yeah Uh, kevin kevin kevin's definitely his name it's not mitchell is it yeah I'm saying, yeah, really excited that I have no... McAllister. Same thing. Kevin McAllister. Who's Mitchell, then? Same thing. Kevin, uh, I think you're thinking of... Uh, Play for the Mets. Yeah, the San Francisco Giants. That's what you were thinking, Angela. Any. You were thinking that. Come on. How did you know him? You remember him? Yeah, he played for the 86 Mets, and that was that was my team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just started working at Channel 5, graduated <laughs> college four years ago. He was... Four uh, years before. He was in... Uh, 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 he played with Oil Can Boyd. Remember him? I oh. do. He was in left field one time, and they somebody hit a ball down the left field line, and he caught it with his bare hand. No way. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Maybe that's like this Kevin Mitchell. I bet it's him. I yep. bet it's him. Yep. Uh, Teresa Kelly. 
My husband and I drove from Vancouver, Canada to Seattle for Nate's show at the Paramount. We had a great time. However, we almost pulled an errand and told the guy next to us, enough. He got up four times in the show to go get more drinks. In your opinion, what is an acceptable amount of time to make a whole row of people stand up uh-uh. so you can get Ooh. drinks? That's why it's that's four a lot. is a lot. Four is no. a lot. Now, if that guy wrote in, I would tell him he's okay. <laughs> but no, four is a yeah. Uh-uh. It's yeah, four is if you're dead middle. I, I think so much I'm of this one. depends yeah. on how he if he's apologetic to the. I'll forgive anybody if they go sorry to one more time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't sound like that guy was this four way. Four times? I don't think anybody would get up four times. I think after the third time, you go, why don't we all scoot down one and you just chill yeah, yeah, in yeah. the aisle? Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you got to move a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. The hard thing with stand-up is it's an hour and a half, roughly, two hours, roughly, you know, but it's, and you're just going. It's mm-hmm. not, like, a music, a band, yeah. you're like, yeah, get up and go. Like, but comedy is a little more... But four times. No, I know. No, no. I mean, it's in, it's a lot of times. It's too many times. Four is a lot of times. Have you all ever done shows, either of you, in other countries where they have an intermission? That's the standard in a lot of other countries. Really? So have an intermission in the show? middle of a stand-up show. Yeah. I wonder if that cracks down on that kind of stuff, having mm. somebody get up four times. I've thought about it, like doing it. You like know, you want to add one in? Yeah, just to, you know, be like after the... You know, do maybe do it after, like after mm-hmm. the opener, just be like, all right, five minutes. Here's, you know, and give, I'm not a long one. Like, if yeah. you did five minutes to be like, y'all can run to the bathroom or like, I right. vaguely remember negotiating uh, intermission out of a contract before. Like, it's vaguely sounding familiar. Like, what? No, I'm not mm-hmm. doing an intermission. Like, they just warmed up the crowd. Right. Now I got to warm them up again. Right. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Comedy's not really. It's not really like that. I've done venues. They want it because they want people to go buy more. Right. Yeah, it doubles stuff. concession yeah, sales. Yeah, that doesn't help stuff. my show. The only show I've ever done it. I did it one time. Kevin Nealon. He had an intermission. Really? Mm-hmm. John's tour. There's an intermission right before him. Oh, really? Like, really? Yeah, like the a, whole tour? Like 15 minutes. Yeah. And does everybody get up and go? Yeah. And then he would open it back up with a video that they hadn't seen. And that yeah. would get people back in the room. Yeah. And then he would It's a out. funny video. Like they're laughing. It, yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> people would argue. It's <laughs> funny or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm joking. John's been on. Yeah, yeah. John's on our podcast. He's been on it. So. Yeah. Really? He does an intermission? I don't know if he's still doing it, but for a while there, the churches and the theaters. And yeah, it was a like a 15-minute intermission. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we. You know what I started doing this uh, past weekend? Uh, we played the George Washington sketch, the SNL sketch. Like, you know, and it's a five-minute sketch, and we play mm-hmm. it before. We just tried it this weekend. And play it five minutes before we start the show. So it's like kind of like, it's just good idea. Yeah, it's just a nice, like, all right, have this thing on. It gets people to be like, hey, I bet the show's about to start. Let's get it going. Uh, My brother was just talking about that. I told him I was coming here. I was talking to him on the phone on the way here, and he started talking about that sketch. Oh, yeah. So Mm. good. So good. Tell your brother hello. I know know all the Johnsons. Where was it? Hillary? Right, Hillary right, Nichols. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hillary Nicholson got a question for Aaron. Hey, I've discovered the podcast. Somebody stop me! Oh boy, I just listened to the episode when you lost your keys at Office Depot. Just curious, have you been back 
Any regrets in not signing up for the rewards program? No, man. I'm sorry. You had to listen to that. That was my podcast before I met you. Wait, that was your That's like your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. It lasted that was six a, episodes. That yeah. was your yeah. podcast? Oh, it was brutal. It's still out there. Yeah. That was when I was in Jacksonville. I had an awkward interaction with a guy at the counter. And then I went to my car and I'd forgotten my keys. Oh. I had to go back and talk to the guy. <laughs> no. Yeah. It reminded me of, I was telling them yesterday, I had a bad corporate gig yesterday. Oh. And I beelined it to my car after the set. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh-huh. And then I got in my car and they call me and go, you forgot to get a check. No. So I go, I'm not going back <laughs> in there. So you did it for free? I said, well, let's, they're going to mail it to me. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But I go, I'm not going back in the room yeah. <laughs> after I just, I mean, I sprinted out of there. I don't want to look at anybody in the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Encore, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy again. Or Aaron Weber. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. Yeah. Somebody stopped me. Somebody did. <laughs> I got stopped Was a that bunch. the end of it? You did six episodes and then that was it? Yeah, about six. So was it just the, this Office Depot story? You just stretch it out for an hour? <laughs> it was like my act at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't really venture off into 30 minutes in. You're still, he's still in Office Depot. <laughs> I don't get out much. He doesn't get out. Just, I listened to one episode. That was the one I listened to. Was it really? Yeah. Aaron has such a great voice. I mean, he kind of sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. illusion of confidence. Yeah. What was the idea of the name Somebody Stop Me? Because I used to go, Ugh, somebody stop me. I used to say that. <laughs> you came up with that? At like, <laughs> yeah. at like uh, open mics and stuff, uh, I would say. That. I would never do that in like a real show. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you sold bumper stickers. You know, an yeah. open mic where it's just comics. You're yeah, trying yeah. to say something fun to get them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it's all the stuff you come up with. We were just throwing stuff at the wall, man. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. That's fun. It's a, it's a creative world. Uh Becky Waller, unlike Dusty, who's got apparently has his own, he has 12 of his own podcasts. <laughs> Dusty has his own podcast. Dusty's got his, Dusty's got his whole world yeah. that I don't know if we all even know really what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. Well, we certainly don't know everything. Or yeah. I don't want to know, but I do listen to his podcast because some of his best stories that I bring up on here come from that. Mm-hmm. So. He's an interesting guy. That's good. Yeah. Double dipping stories. Yeah. Uh, Becky Waller. I was listening to a comics podcast this week, and he said that during a recent show, he did 10 to 15 minutes of his act and riffed an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> he said that he done what he done is called avoiding your act. <laughs> he said when you have a bunch of gigs in a row, you can't be doing your act every night. Are you going to burn it out and you're going to want to kill yourself? Well, that's uh, all a lie. What? <laughs> I'm, th- I'm glad there's no name. I don't know who yeah. this is. Was that you, Brian? Did you do that? You no, wrote for I, an hour I, 15? I, I, she, she never said his name. She said it was a very, I took that part out, a very famous comics podcast. So I don't know who it no, was. He didn't. This is, he, he did 10 to 15 minutes of his act and then riffed an hour and 15 minutes. It, that sounds like a, I not a good show. I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever riffed 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, there's it, it's yeah it's not avoiding your act is if you have you i've never heard that term ever yeah. mm, when you me. do like it's crazy when you have a bunch of gigs in a row you can't be doing your act every night you're gonna burn out that's insane i have the most gigs in the road in a row <laughs> how you make it great is you have yeah. those gigs in a row when you yes. go work out that's like 
the idea of like if you did a work exercise and you're like, yeah, you can't work out your muscles too much because you're wild. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, this is you know. Yeah, that's how you get great. Look, I can tell you when you say the same jokes over and over again, you got to learn how to say that. That's something uh-huh. you're learning. You're always learning something. You got to learn how to sit there a little bit. Like now I'm trying to learn how to sit on stage and not be, you know, kind of just like, I don't know, just there's like, I'm trying to give myself a little more of a beat than I ever have. And you're, I'm doing that. I'm learning that now. Yeah. That's what, um, speaking of giving yourself a beat, I remember I would always watch Nate and I would be so envious and also nervous because he would sit in those silent moments and I'm like... (laughs) I can't breathe. I can't breathe for you. <laughs> and then he just keeps going. Like, didn't even, like, phase in. I'd be like, oh, my God. How do you sit in that silence? Yeah, there was a bunch of them out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I get good at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This guy had, had a laugh Like, you take half a hour. purposeful beat, and I'm like, ah, I'm nervous. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Natu- I, naturally, I'm just talking slower. I think that's how, like, being from the South, you just... Maybe that's everything's it. a little more of a drag. In my head, I don't think I'm taking this big beat. But you know, I would think I could talk too quick, and I, no one's ever said I talk too quick. No. But in my head, I could feel like I'm talking too quick. Uh, but it's yeah, it's I think the, the one like natural benefit of just being from the South is just I honestly think it helps your timing because you're just you're you know you're just got a more of a storytell like just whatever it is. You just naturally do that. But I can tell you, uh, Becky, this person's, that's uh, that's insane. Is there a joke in your act right now that you get so excited? Like you can't wait for this yeah. this bit? Like, okay, yeah. this is the one right now. Where, uh, yeah, because I always have it. Right now I'm very excited about everything, which is good. That's the, good. Whole, that's the whole goal. Because mm-hmm. I, I understand what this person's like saying. When you do it, you get tired of your act. You want to get tired of your act because you want to get into the stuff that you can't wait to say. Mm-hmm. And so the stuff that you can't wait to say because you know it's going to destroy. Now I'm excited because I can't wait to entertain these people. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, you begin laughing. And you're like, man, I can't wait to get to this part because these people are going to lose. It's like yep. making your parents yeah. laugh yeah. where you're just so happy and excited. Yeah. And you just, you're like, you know, it's making your friend laugh and you're making... That's how I feel when I'm on stage. You're like, oh, I can't. If you're laughing this hard at this one, mm-hmm. wait till yeah, I get to this They don't even know one. what I have They don't up. even. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the mm-hmm. funnest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. If a guy riffed an hour and 15 minutes, he did an hour and a half. Ugh. I mean, it, it can't be good. You can't. <laughs> no one's. I'm telling you, I, I think I know the ones that do it. The only one, Ian Bag, is great at crowd work. And great at doing it as a full show. Mm-hmm. He's very, very, but he's done it for years. Steve Burns is, you know, Steve Burns really good at it because he mixes in. The sh- there's no down with them. Right. Yeah. It right. keeps going. It keeps, you know, and then Steve has got jokes. And then, the, so it's, you know, a lot of New York comics were really good at crowd. Joy McCullough, who comes out with me like he was like a lot of New York guys are really big J big J is one of the best ever they're great at crowd work because they that they've done it for so long but the new you know you're just not riffing an hour and 15 minutes uh it's just that's so so much time it's so hard man it's so (laughs) I mean look if you are you really this might be then that's maybe the greatest comic that's ever lived if it's working 
I'm talking about working. Yeah. One thing to go talk for an hour and 15 minutes, but I'm saying it being a, a good show, there's just no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're just, you know. All right. Uh, Melissa Sedlak. My husband and I got engaged and married in 2004. When my husband called his dad on his cell phone to share the exciting news, his dad said, that's great. Do me a favor and call back after 9 p.m. Because <laughs> the minutes. Yeah, I think that's, that's been a few episodes ago where we were talking about cell phones and how it used to be there were certain times with roaming and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Free nights and weekends. Yeah, used free to nights be and weekends. That's right. That's right. In yeah. the commercials. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. 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 Did you ever deal with that? Not by the time I had my own cell phone. No. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I wasn't. I about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Junior in high school when I first got one. And it was it was free for all. Yeah. By that point. You would have to, I remember paying for text. Five cents or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was like you just really couldn't <laughs> Well, that nail salon video yeah. that went viral on YouTube was originally intended to be a comedy clip for Verizon Wireless cell phones where you could download comedy for a dollar ninety nine. They were gonna charge people a dollar ninety nine to download that comedy clip onto their flip phone. Oh wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait, before that's why you taped that night. Yes. That's what it was for. Because it was like that comedy. It was like whatever that channel mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And then then YouTube came out. Yeah. They're like, well we can't charge people now that this thing's doing it for free. So yeah. they just uploaded all those videos to YouTube. Oh wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Does your daughter have a phone? Uh, just no cell phone. I mean, she has a phone, but it's Wi-Fi like the emergency. Only. It's Wi-Fi only. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, it's not it's not hooked up to. A, she can't use it, but I mean, she has a phone. She can take pictures and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But if she's she's got to be on Wi-Fi to. Do How anything. old are you? Is she gonna be when you allow her to like actually like have a phone? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I'm different than Laura. Laura you know, that's just, I, you know, when it, I would be probably more fine with it now just because it's like, you know, she's 11. You're like, you just, whatever reason, uh, she's probably going to get a watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she won't hear this, but I think for, uh-huh. uh, or she would have, oh yeah, this won't be She would have, for Christmas, she would have got a watch. Mm-hmm. That would have been a cellular. So it's like, there is yeah. a way. Okay. And then she would have a cell phone too. That's good. But yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, my nephew has a watch like that, and he yeah. can call or text people from the watch only three numbers. Yes. So it's like his mom, his dad, and then my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. you do that. How old is he now? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Birdsong. Oh, so the name. only thing I know, so Birdsong, there's a Carol the Birdsong. <laughs> I know Carol Birdsong. You do? Yeah, because I used to work with her in the media. Oh, you know her for real? Yeah. She does all the announcements for- She's like famous. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the communications director at Williamson County Schools? I am. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because everybody in Williamson County who has a kid in school knows her because they get calls from her, right? Yeah. 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 She's been doing it for a long time. And you personally know her? From my TV news days, yeah. Yeah. Because when, like, if school is out or whatever or anything going to Williamson County Schools, that's who we'd have to talk to. Yeah. Oh yeah, Harper. Uh, yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Drew Bird song. Aaron started comedy at 23. That's considerably soon after dropping 150k on higher education. 
How long did he consider getting on stage before this? And can we have some context leading up to his first few open mics? I did it in college. We had a student group at school where mm. we did a few shows for students. So by, by the time I graduated, I had done stand-up like five or six times. And um, I don't know. I wasn't thinking too much about it. I was just working and just wanted to do it. Was your group called Somebody Stop Me? <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame Student Stand-Ups. That's Ooh, what it was. Yeah, pretty good name. The NDSS, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's going to work out? <laughs> we'll see i'll let you know when i'm finished paying back notre dame yeah yeah you're very popular in these comments this is a this is a unique episode <laughs> yeah I'll say it. it's air and heavy that wasn't me that you knew was, what you were doing i didn't know yeah. what i was doing i just said you laughed at it on your own uh -huh. i think you that you know that's on you know yeah. that ain't nothing to do with me i didn't <laughs> Casey Nelson. Yep. Pin and pin <laughs> is something I've always pronounced the same until I made, made a friend that grew up in California. She had to set me straight, and now I try to pronounce the E. Pin. How do you say it, Angela? Pin. What? <laughs> How do you say that? Pen? Yeah, yeah. and say the second one. Pin. Pen. Eh. 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 E. <laughs> pen. Pen. <laughs> yeah. Father, <laughs> is that how you would come? You, Father, give me a pen. That's how you would write your letters. <laughs> you added an H in there. Pen. pen. That's what I'm picturing you going down to your family. <laughs> pen. Can I get my pen, Father? But you wouldn't call it Penn State University, would Penn you? Penn State. Pen, yeah. Pen. It's the same. Yeah. Oh, so I'm saying it. Pen. Mm. Uh, how do you, what do you call bit. this? Pin. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> we say it the same way. Pin. Yeah. How do you say P N G U I N? P. Yeah, you spelled that really fast. G. P E N. Penguin. Yeah. Penguin. Okay. Okay. How do you say it, Aaron? Penguin. He says penguin. Penguin. Oh, P A N G. Penguin. Yeah. Penguin. Does she say it right? Yeah, I'll, I'll give her a pass. Penguin. Okay. <laughs> it's penguin where Aaron comes from. <laughs> because of the pain. Can I have that pain? <laughs> we'll write a letter on this pain. Pencil. Pencil. Uh, Kevin Robleski. 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 Hey, Bear. I don't know if this has ever been talked about, but when Big Breakfast <laughs> disagrees with something, he always puts out a, hmm, gets ignored, and the pod moves on. Makes me laugh every time. Thanks for crushing it. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That is the yeah. little passive-aggressive. Well, I guess I'm saying it is what it is. Yeah, well, that's definitely that. Maybe, what sound do you think? Because, hmm, would, would have an H in the front of it. What do you think that is? I think he's saying what you just said. Hmm. Oh, so he just misspelled it. Yeah, but yeah, that is <laughs> he a weird way. That sound. That's, that's on a weird you, way Kevin. to spell that noise for sure. Yeah. I think I read it. I think I'm you did a great job with it because that's how I read it. He I spelled think I... it M M M M M H. How are you supposed to spell it? Maybe hmph. with P H, H first. No. H M P H. Yeah, hmm. or hmm. Hmm. 
<laughs> mm, I think I, I, I got it. So. Well, Kevin, I think you're stupid. So how about that? <laughs> now let's move on. Goodbye, mm. folks. Mm. Uh, he says he likes it. Well, He's I don't like him. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. How about that? Old Bates Robleski family yeah. getting there, like. <laughs> Oh boy! IT base over here. They're yeah. about to meet at the fence. <laughs> You're on my property. Mm. <laughs> I think Jay used to have a joke about the property, and we talked about. Pro- I just mm. love like uh, it's a very southern thing to talk about your property to talk about your property you better get off my property right now or somebody in manhattan would never be like get out of my property no no yeah no (laughs) but it's the best because it's just like it's my property i mean it's you know people like their property property is a funny word mike valor valier valier I told my wife that if she is ever getting fast food and doesn't know what I want, to just get me the number one. So far, I haven't been disappointed, regardless regardless of where she gets it from. Hmm. Do you think you would be satisfied with the number one from any fast food place? Yeah, I, I think so. Mm. Oh no, I'm very picky. Fast food. Yeah, yeah. I have something specific from like pretty much every fast food place. What's your McDonald's? Oh, see, there's the thing as. I don't really like McDonald's, but chicken nuggets. That's the only thing I eat from McDonald's. Oh, boy. It's a matter of you. Chicken nuggets. That's <laughs> it. With hot mustard. You're better than that, Angela. You're better. <laughs> hot mustard's amazing. Hot People mustard. People don't know about hot mustard. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I like hot mustard. It's all chemically and whatnot. I love it. Oh, yeah. Hot mustard is... I remember when I found out about hot mustard. <laughs> when Abigail, my sister used to work at McDonald's, I yeah. go, get some hot mustard. Yeah, bring it home. Mm-hmm. It was a big, big day. I was like, you know... She brought home extra, like a, you know, it's like just try to get some, steal some hot mustard. I mean, is the number one the most popular thing on every menu then? I don't know if it's the most popular, but I think it's got to be the signature item, right? right? Like the number, number one, one at McDonald's is a Big Mac. Wow, I've never thought about this before. Like the number one on fast food menu yeah. is probably mm-hmm. the most popular thing. I don't know if I even use numbers anywhere else. Where does you use numbers? Oh, any fast food place is going to the extra value. the meals are going to be numbered. Arby's, right? but I feel like if I go to yeah. Arby's, I, I say I want the beef and cheddar. I say the name of the sandwich, uh-huh. yeah. but they are numbered here on the menu. The beef and cheddar would be the number one. Maybe I don't do there that. You go. Maybe I don't do that out of uh, just respect. respect for McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I think the number one. Yeah, yeah. I think you go. Uh, Does Tennessee have Jack in the Box? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I've seen a Jack in the Box. I'll show you one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. How many do you want to see? Here we go. <laughs> I love their tacos. Let's show you the shortcuts. Let me know. Yeah. You want a dicey one? You want a little <laughs> yeah. nicer one? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's Jack in the Box over here. Uh, there's somewhere I live. Yeah. There's somewhere I, <laughs> oh, in yeah. Hermitage. Uh-huh. Old Acre, there's some. Yeah. What's your favorite fast food? Uh, I love Chick-fil-A. I love... Chick-fil-A. Jack in the Box, two tacos, um, curly fries. I love yeah. In and Out. Do you guys? There's no In and Out here. No, oh, aren't no. they bringing one? They're bringing them. Mm-hmm. I remember the governor made oh, an five announcement. Guys. I love five Guys. Too. Five Guys is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in fact, there's no drive-through with Five Guys. Yeah, that's a problem. Man, I saw a drive-through at a subway. There's just I saw a Subway with the drive-through. One of Costa yeah. Zanies has a yeah. drive-through. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I thought does. about that. Is true. That seems like a have you been through it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I go to that Burger King by Zanies a lot. 
Mm-hmm. I, I sneak over there. Yeah, a little wa- I get two Whopper Juniors. Burger King smells good. Yeah. Like you can smell the flame broiledness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The fries are not good. Uh, Emma, I'm an eighth grade fan of the Nate Land podcast. Thank you, Emma. On my first day of school this year, as class was starting, we were all talking very loudly. All of a sudden, my teacher yelled out, Hello, folks! In the middle of all the noise, everyone ignored him, but I yelled back, Hey, Bear! It was at that moment that he realized that he had the coolest eighth grader in the world in his class, and I realized that I was going to get an A. That's awesome. That's great. This is a very clever comment. I'm almost like, did your mom write this or your dad or something? Because this is very well written (laughs) and it has like good timing (laughs) in it and had a really good ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what Emma does. This is a Emma brings it. Right. I like Emma. Yeah. Emma should intern for your podcast. Emma's the smartest person we know. (laughs) (laughs) Emma dumbed this down so Nate could read it. (laughs) Yeah, she had it typed down, and then she gave it to her dog. And he goes, all right, for Nate? And his dog just, she let her dog walk over the things, and then so I could read it. Because I read that one pretty good. Yeah. So Emma, I'm probably Emma. Emma knows what's up. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, JT Fulton. About a year ago, I showed my girlfriend's. Uh, hold on, I guess sometimes I get started too quick. That's what it is. You got to just whoosh. Mm-hmm. I had running down the road and you know, back like, it up. Slow it. About a year ago, All Emma, right. come through. Emma, <laughs> Emma, could you read this JT Fulton one? About a year ago, I showed my girlfriend Nate's first special. She wasn't a stand-up comedy fan, but knew I am religious about the art form and its history. Fast forward to us eloping three weeks ago and yelling, hey, bear, as we signed our marriage certificate. We watch the podcast every Wednesday night together once we get in bed. Thanks for all the laughs. Something me and my beautiful wife now share together. Very nice. Congratulations. Hey, bear, to you guys. That's awesome. That's very sweet. That's great. These are all some nice. The Fulton. Some good. Mm -hmm. Been some nice it's a wholesome there. episode so far, yeah. Brian. Well, you know, it's a new year. New when's, when's the ball going to drop? <laughs> I feel it coming at some point. Um, for your newer fans, can you explain the hay bear thing? No. Uh, <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> yeah. It was, you I, yell, I don't remember it. You, yeah, you oh, yell hay bear. Yeah, right. Okay. You yell hay bear when you go hiking. Uh, so, like, you know, for you, grizzly bears. For grizzly be. bears, you go hay bear, hay bear. Oh, that's here. That's a, like a Tennessee thing. No, no, that's if no, it's really California. If you go because oh. with animal, like that's, if you see a hiking. Bear? No, if you ever go hiking, like at Yosemite or Yosemite uh-huh. or any of these things, yes. you, you say you, you could do it in Smoky Mountains. There's bears when you when you walk, you just go hey bear, hey bear. You just say that a bunch. So, so other if, people see, hear it. <clears throat> no, so for the, the bear. bear. Oh, so you so, don't surprise them. Ah, so mm. he knows there's a human. You want to announce coming. your presence yeah. too. Uh, announce your presence. Okay, yeah. that's. I didn't know if we're like alerting the other hikers, being like, "There's a bear up ahead." Hey, bear. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was that. No, I think you would say more like, "Hey, there's a bear up ahead." <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Yeah. And they go, "What?" They go, "It's behind you. It's already behind you." <laughs> they go, "Yeah." If you go hiking, you should yell, "Hey, bear." Okay. That that's really what people yell and it just kind of spiraled and now here we are but i like it yeah it's fun uh jeff matters could y'all settle social etiquette is that how you say it Mm -hmm. all right situation for me 
When getting food at a single line buffets, mm. do you have to wait in line and start at the front? Wait, when getting food at a single line buffet, do you have to wait in line and start at the front or can you jump in at an empty spot, a spot that wouldn't disrupt anyone and grab your items and go? What's the social protocol for this? And is the environment changed like a funeral versus a wedding? Uh-huh. I don't know. I, well, yeah. How many buffets, funerals are you going to? I've been to. Oh, you can eat. You've been to buffet funeral. I think so. Yeah. I right could. next to. Right. What, what do you do? Like it's not right a, next to the cat. You think the body is at the front no, or the end of? Where's the, the body, Aaron? Where's the body? You put it. You think the body's just behind it? Is that an easier way to put it? Well, there is a science to how the food's laid out in the buffet, right? This used to be my job. But when I when I came home from from school, mm. I worked at Bluegrass Country Club here in, in oh, Hendersonville, yes. Tennessee. Yeah. I was the official buffet guy. I ran the buffet table. Yeah. And I know the science of it. People's what fries. Is the science? <laughs> I need yeah. to know. The science is well, you want to put your your cheapest food at the <gasps> at the beginning and then the proteins and the more expensive uh, food at the end. Uh, the idea being they fill up more of the plates with the cheap stuff. And they don't got no room. And there's only a little bit of room left uh, for the more expensive uh. things. But you're buying, and you're buying according to that. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you already bought that meat, and it's cooked for the protein at the end. Right, but there's going to be less. There's going if the steak was right at the beginning yeah. of the buffet, everybody's getting a steak. Right. Yeah. If it's only at the end, you're going to go through less steak mm. than you would. But otherwise. I mean, but the steak is the featured player of the buffet. I agree, but if you put that salad first, everybody's going to feel the need to put a little bit of salad. Right, on there, right, right. right. To look good. That takes up a fourth of the plate. So people don't judge them when they walk away. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. I know, but a steak, and you're saying, and the steak should be cut in pieces. <laughs> no. You're not going to have a nine-ounce steak. I mean, you, if you're grabbing a nine-ounce steak, you're grabbing a nine-ounce steak. Well, in a buffet, a steak is going to probably, more than sliced. likely, it's going to be sliced like yeah. that. Yeah, or yeah. roast beef or something where yeah. you can just Do you go grab. to buffets very often? Yeah. I feel like you need to. Oh, I love buffets. <laughs> have you ever done Adele's buffet downtown? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Their weekend oh, I have. brunch buffet? I think so. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, I, lo- I, I love a buffet. Adele the singer? No, no, no. Just Adele's the, yeah, it's in the, the restaurant downtown. Yeah. It's near oh. that McDonald's on Broadway, yes. if that helps. Oh, yes. oh this place looks nice. <laughs> it's so good. It They're, does help me. I know exactly where it's at. brunch buffet. <laughs> Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a big buffet fan. I think at a funeral. I I don't think the environment change. I don't think the, the what the event is changes the etiquette at all. But what about jumping in? I think... Here's my thinking. Okay. You do have a responsibility to move quickly through the buffet. Mm-hmm. So just everyone be aware of that. You mm-hmm. see people and they meander and they mm-hmm. lollygag. They need to move through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That being said, I think it's rude to hop somebody mm-hmm. that you don't know. If you go up with your wife, if you go up with a friend and you're both in line, then you can kind of hop amongst each yeah. other. But I would never hop in front of a stranger on a buffet line. You know what I mean? Here's my only time that you would. Okay. That? There there's if there's a big enough distance. So if mm. you if, if you if you have so far of a head start, if that person's at grabbing their silverware and you're more towards the back like three things, mm-hmm. I think you could jump there cuz they they would never be in you're never be in the way. I'm so not, you're already yeah. in the line. You're already at the food, but you know you don't want these next five things, so you jump over it. Like I agree with that. Yeah, but you, you got to be far enough ahead that mm-hmm. the person probably won't even notice. At and least I, the halfway point. 
Right. Yeah. But I'd still think you need to say something to that person that you're cutting. You don't have to say something, but just make a noise or something. Just go. Yep. Just, you're just gonna. You're, you, you, go. you know what I mean? Uh, 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 you just go. Uh, something like and that. They go, uh, <laughs> and they go. Yeah. I don't know. I would feel and weird. They go just figures. To, like an unfinished yeah. sentence. Like because I'm, you. I'm just yeah. Gonna, I'm just, totally. Me. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just gonna don't mind if I do make a joke yeah. about it. Yeah. You know. Because you're still gonna have to go get your plate and silverware at the front of the line. Right. You know what's up. Now, like that, <laughs> you know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Now, that's we're talking about the initial wave of the buffet. That's when there's a huge line snake. I don't around, think you right? cut it in the initial in the initial now, wave. Now, later, when people are going back for seconds and thirds or whatever, right? Then it's kind of you want I your one you, item. Yeah, I think you walk right up to what you want. Then I think you abandon the concept of a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're like, let me. I'm just gonna go. Well, get but a little more yeah. mashed potatoes, just mm-hmm. one more scoop. Yeah, yeah. You take but, your same plate. No, you're not supposed no, to. Do no, yeah. uh, health regulate. They want you to use a separate plate. So you still got to go back, get up front. Yeah, but then you grab it. That's and probably it, yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So when you do that, yeah, you don't want to be a good point, Brian. People. I'm sorry. What I do. I bring good I, points. I assumed it was not going to be a good point, and it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to skip. I'm just walking you through my thought process just mm. now. Mm. I like a okay. buffet, man. <laughs> We had an expert in this topic. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I put yeah. it in. It's Aaron, it's Aaron Heavy. Did Jeff know yeah. that he was asking the question to an expert? Like, is that something? Oh, I think, about? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think Jeff watches the podcast. <laughs> I, I changed the word y'all. It was Aaron. Okay. <laughs> that's very good. Yeah. No, you didn't hear what I said. Yeah, yeah. you said. Yeah, I heard what you said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, should have got more than it. <laughs> Well, I also had a funny line myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys, the guys, guys you guys. you're both doing great. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> yeah. The Robleskis. What are we talking about? Well, why don't you tell Angela, because I think she'd be excited to hear about Rocket Money. Oh, my gosh. I've been waiting the whole episode to talk about Rocket Money. It's our favorite partner here. Rocket Money is... Uh, if I asked you, let me ask you a question, Brian. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? No. Of course mm-hmm. not. If you were to ask me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said, yeah, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. I sign up for stuff all the time, and I tell myself next week I'll cancel it. I'll put it on my calendar, cancel this, and I just ignore it. I forget it. Mm-hmm. I'm paying hundreds. Not anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, no gah, cancel it with a tap. Oh. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They do all the legwork for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million and cancel subscriptions. What are you waiting for? Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash Nate. I signed up for Prime to watch Angela in Candy Cane Lane. And then (laughs) immediately I was going to watch Nate's special. I was like, nope. Rocket money. <laughs> Drop it. Cut it off. Cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it off. That's uh, pretty cool. But Angela is in a new movie yeah. with Eddie yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you get to hang out with him? No. Oh. No, no, no. But you were telling me a story about how when the, the directors were like, look, when the scene's oh. over, keep rolling. And we're going to riff. Listen, not even when the scene's over, just in the midst of it. Yeah. It was a lot of 
improvising. Mm. And so, and they warned me ahead of time. They're like, okay, here's a script, but just so you know, Eddie's going to improvise. And I'm like, cool, fun, let's do that. Well, the thing is, with my role, I didn't have very many written lines. If you watch the movie, I'm not in it that much. Most yeah. of the lines that I had aren't in it anymore. So it's like, I'm pretty much like a featured extra in the movie, but it's fine. I was there and it was great. And the check cleared, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but so when when he would say that, we're in a scene where I don't have a line written. The guy playing my husband does not have a line written. It's really just Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross. They have the lines. And then like Ken Marino, who's hysterical, he had a line. But they would mic up all of us. And they'd be like, just find a window. Just get in there. Oh, just say yeah. something, right? I was like, listen, when in this conversation between the legend himself, Eddie Murphy, and the most hilarious woman ever, Tracy Ellis Ross, them going back and forth, when did you want me to just <laughs> jump in yeah. and cut one of them off? <laughs> yeah. Are you joking me? <laughs> I was so nervous. I was so like nervous, intimidated, but also like, Knowing my place. Yeah. So it wasn't really a matter of like, just get in there. Even if I did feel like I was the funniest person ever and I'm so quick witted, I know yeah. I'm going to have a golden nugget every time. Like it was a little bit of know your place type of vibe. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even feel right trying to jump uh. in on their written dialogue. Yeah. Even if they start improvising. I don't know. And then the guy who plays my husband. Bless him. There was one scene where uh, we didn't have a line, but again, they mic us just in case we find a window to say something. And Eddie and Tracy, they're saying their lines. And all of a sudden he yells out something. Okay, this is a scene where um, they're making the announcement that the grand prize was $100,000 in Tony's Tacos um, gift certificates, yeah. right? And this is for Christmas. And Eddie says something like, Tacos aren't for Christmas or something, something like that. And then the guy playing my husband yells out, Tony's Italian. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> no context, yeah. no nothing. And all of a sudden, Eddie and Tracy go, huh? <laughs> and it was so awkward. And I'm like, I'm holding on to him like arm in arm. And like, I'm in the scene. As soon as he yells that out, like all of a sudden, like my neck starts tingling. <laughs> like I'm going like, I can't breathe. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? Oh no. Abort. What did, what did you just do? And then they yell cut. And it was so awkward. And I'm, I'm like squeezing him at this point. Like, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and then they yell cut. And it's like a little bit awkward moment. And then he turns around to like Eddie and Tracy and the people that play their kids. And he just goes, I was trying to shoot my shot. Yeah. And yeah. then they laughed. So it was good. Thank God they laughed and they didn't be like, this guy messed up our scene. Yeah. Like, what yeah, the heck? Yeah. yeah. Like, they laughed and they got that. He was just yeah. trying to get in. He yeah. was just trying to like yeah. get a line in there. So he's like, I just trying to shoot my shot. And yeah. everybody laughed and like, we get it. But oh, Jesus, don't do that again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, that idea, that setup is tough because you're, it is like you want to go like, dude, what do you want? A, to do that would be like, we need to hang out. Right. So you would need to be like, we got to go to dinner. If you want to improvise a scene, I would be like, let's all, you know. With Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you really, it's not going to. Well, here's the thing. Even if it was just 
I never went to dinner with him, never met him before this moment, but it was at least a written scene mm. where he says something, then I say something, and then we're just going to make up stuff going back and forth. Yeah. I, I could do that. I could play with you all day long. I don't care if I met you yesterday. Like, yeah. that would be fun. But I didn't have anything written. It wasn't like they're even looking at, at me in this scene. They're looking at each other, and I'm just supposed to, like, <laughs> double dutch into yeah. their their scene. You know what I mean? Like, that was the hard part, because I'm like, this is, I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just put me a mic on just in case. But I feel like it would be different if, like, I had a line. Then yeah, I can, that's like, true. Makeup right. stuff There's with There's got to be a reason to go to you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There was no reason to go to me. And if you're not going to go to me, <clears> I didn't feel comfortable just going to myself. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who would? <laughs> yeah. Tony's Italian. Tony, Tony's yeah. Italian. Oh, he went for it. Bold as ever. <laughs> she should have followed him to go, he is Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just punch your husband and you go, don't get him started on Italian. <laughs> 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 no, just... And then, uh, that's in the movie. People are like, what? <laughs> and then it's just you and this guy. Just out of you. Y'all have a big Italian. Who, are, who yeah. are they? Yeah. Who were the people that didn't like Italian? <laughs> and you go, <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Is it, how long does it take to, when you went to go film this movie, how long does it take to this film the movie? awesome cast, by the way. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah, it's an impressive cast. Um, I was there for like, I think three weeks, maybe. And then there was bad weather and they had to reschedule. Mm -hmm. It was one Where was scene it at? in LA. Oh. And uh, it was one scene that I actually had written lines for. And so, of course, I'm already thinking about like, how can I improvise in this mm -hmm. scene? Because I know I have lines. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play it like this. And I'm already thinking of like ways that I could like, I'll try it this way. I'll try it that way. Next take, whatever. And then it started pouring rain. It's outdoor. So they had to reschedule and they kept rescheduling, rescheduling, rescheduling. And by the time they rescheduled, I was already in New York filming a episode of Amy Schumer's show, Life and Beth. Mm. When they're like, okay, we need you next Tuesday. I'm like, I'm not there. Sorry. So like my one scene that I was like yeah. ready uh, and excited to film, yeah. they, I got cut out because yeah. I wasn't there. So your part is like three. What's that? What's a whole movie? It's like four, six weeks, something like that. Oh, it depends. Yeah. I honestly, I joined in February. They started it in January, and I think it went into March. So it mm. was like a few months. Yeah, and, and it just came out. Yep, it came out. It's on Amazon. It's a December first holiday action comedy. Heart has all the things you'd want. Yeah. It's a great family movie. Like for like you and Harper, I think would enjoy. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Like action, yeah. silliness. I'm loving that stuff now. I'm watching. We, you know, uh, this would be right up my alley. Is because it's stuff that's not uh, as we talk about a lot on this. Not serious. Not as like heavy. Not as mm -hmm. you know. Like it doesn't need to be this thing. It needs to just be like I really. It's a joy. It was mm -hmm. a fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a fun. Yeah. We talked about Hallmark movies, and it's like Hallmark does very good with that, where they're just like. Very pleasant. Manny loves Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah? He's seen them all. Oh, yeah. And they're very he fun to them. watch. Have you ever done one? Mm-mm. Oh. I think you're in a co-star of a movie that's very similar to Hallmark, I think, though. The Resurrection of Gavin yes. Stone. Uh-huh. Same very premise of a Hallmark movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a faith-based film that I Faith-based, but guy has to go to a small town, doesn't want to be there. Uh-huh. Learns that life's The not Hollywood 
star guy yeah. who comes to the small town. I play the pre I play the preacher's daughter. Yeah. You know. He falls for that whole thing. You know, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And then there's Jesus. Yeah. Well, this week we're talking about sketch comedy. So Aaron and I'll take this. Yeah, Let's yeah, go, we'll Aaron. <laughs> you guys can sit back for a while. Yeah, Aaron yeah, and I yeah, got yeah. it. We will take the wheel. We are talking about sketch comedy. Uh, so Angela, you mentioned briefly, but you were also a member on Mad TV. Yes. And how'd you get that? Um, well, this nail salon video blew up my spot. And then next thing you know, I got a new manager and an agent and they got me an audition for Mad TV. And what's their audition process? Is it like the Saturday Night Live? Three original characters yeah. and three celebrity impressions. Did you do? Wow. What'd, what'd you, you do? do? So here's the thing. I had never done sketch comedy before. I didn't go to Groundlings. Yeah. I didn't go to Second City or anything. Like I didn't know anything about sketch comedy. I didn't do celebrity impressions. I still don't do celebrity impressions. Mm. Um, I could do accents, but not celebrity impressions. Um, so what I did was I took that joke writing class at the church, the free class. <laughs> yeah. And that class I, really helped yeah. you a lot. Yeah. This class changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I took some of the jokes that I wrote in that class. Like, Oh, I do this joke about my grandpa. I'm going to make it my grandma and I'll act her out. And I'll just like give her more mannerisms. And I'm like, this original character is my grandma. And I basically just did my stand up joke, yeah. but acted it out more. And so I did that with like a few of my jokes. And one of them was Bong Kwee And it was, this is my sister. She wants to be a rapper. And then I turn into Bong Kwee Yeah. And um, start beatboxing and like do the whole thing. And for celebrity impressions, I've never done that before, but I went on YouTube and I was like, okay, who are three Latinas who are famous that I could possibly play on a sketch show? Jennifer Lopez, Mm. uh, Rosalind Sanchez. And then at the time, this is when Paula Abdul was the judge on American Idol. And she was very popular for seemingly looking intoxicated on Mm. the show. And she (laughs) had her like drunk clap yeah, that she yeah. would do and um so i just went on youtube and watched videos of them and so i watched jennifer lopez on the red carpet and i saw that she laughed a certain way it was kind of like through her nose and like in the back of her throat and it's kind of high pitch and like a <laughs> like something like that <laughs> and she would do that in these interviews so i was just like looking for like little pieces of them and then i noticed on her interview she would wave like this like she didn't like wave like this she closed her hand like this like this was her wave and i was like okay so um i I copied one of her interviews and I said, this is Jennifer Lopez on the red carpet. Any question that the producers and casting directors asked me, I answered the same way. I just laughed and waved. And I said, hi, Philly, because the interview that I watched, she was they go, can you look in the camera and say hi to Philly? And she goes, hi, Philly. (laughs) And then she laughed. Right. So any question they asked me. I would just say the same thing. I would laugh and I would wave and I'd say, hi, Philly. Who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> Nervous laugh. Hi, Philly. Whatever. They thought it was hilarious that I made this this choice to have Jennifer Lopez answer the same question the same like way. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was a choice. It was really just the only thing that I could do with <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> and I did the same thing with each other one. Like I could do her drunk clap. And then so I just BS'd it. Yeah. And I booked it. Yeah. And that's how that happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the the commitment, that's the one thing that's 
hurts comedians is like uh but they when you when i would audition is the commitment to it are the, you going to like do all that stuff it's like because if a comic too could be it was almost probably good that you were not in it as much because then you actually just were like everything you're like oh well i gotta go <clears throat> you know whatever you know you're like well i'm not gonna go you know comics can i you can be like mm, i'll do whatever i wanted to go do and you can have like an arrogance that you shouldn't yes. have yeah. and then but you were in a situation where you did not have that and so you took it the seriousness that you're supposed to take it and then it worked out it was that and it was also um I didn't come into that audition needing it, needing that mm -hmm. job. Whereas like a lot of the other people that were auditioning, you know, they've been in groundlings and, and there have been year after year going to study sketch comedy. Yeah. And so like this audition is like their life. Mm -hmm. Like they've been working up to this point and they need this where for me, I was like, I'll try. Mm -hmm. So what do I got to do? Okay. Impressions. Okay. Let me go steady. Let yeah. me go do that. Like, so I had kind of a, an air of like, I don't need this to happen for me, <laughs> yeah. but I'll try. Yeah. yeah. This like, is so funny. Cause I do? feel like this is the exact opposite of the point that Nate just made. <laughs> yeah. But no, I did take it seriously, but it wasn't my life. I didn't need it, but I well, approached yeah. it with like, teach me how, how do I do it? YouTube. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what I mean is it's, it's, uh, taking it more serious than maybe I'm saying a, as a comic, I know a comic could go into it and not take it serious. Right. Yeah. 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 But no, I definitely like I approached it with, you know, seriousness, but I didn't have the, Oh, I need this, please. Mm -hmm. Like I can't mess this up. Yeah. Well, you didn't even know that you would need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, what? Three celebrity impressions. Okay. How long uh, were you on there? One season pretty yeah. much. And even in that season, it was a writer's strike. I know we just came out of a writer's strike. And the one that happened before that was in 2007. And that's when I was on Mad TV. So after the strike ended, there were budget cuts. And by budget cuts, I mean me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was cut from the show. And that was it. So I really only did four episodes. Oh, wow. And that Bone Quickly sketch blew up. Like that yeah. was so the nail salon blew up my spot, and then just as that was like trickling down a little bit, which didn't really trickle down because it still is crazy, but mm -hmm. it started like slowing down. People knew of it already. Then it was like, oh my gosh, what do I do next? And all of a sudden, this bone quickly sketch yeah. now that blows up, and it was like I couldn't even have planned that. That was just yeah. it did what it did, and so I had one sketch, and people would be like, when are you doing another bone quickly sketch? And I'm like, oh, I'm not on the show anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like nobody expected that. Bunk Weekly sketch to blow up like it did, especially Fox. They wouldn't have let go of me if yeah, they right. knew that that was going to blow up like it did. And did the show in like right after that? There was, I think, a couple more seasons. Yeah. After. It ended in 2009. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I was on 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder because if, yeah, they didn't know it was going to, yeah. I was surprised. It ran for 14 seasons. I would have never guessed that. That's a long Mm -hmm. You would think after it blew up, maybe they would have had it back, had you back just to even come do it. Did they ever ask you back or anything? Or I came back in their final season, I think it was, uh, or maybe it was a reunion. Yeah, they did a show. reunion show. Yeah, it was a reunion mm. show. Yeah, and so I came back for that, and they gave Bone Quickly a fan favorite award, like a oh, fan wow. favorite character. Yeah, that's awesome. Which I'm honored, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like. <laughs> I disagree. Like, <laughs> I would say, like, Stuart 
is like a fan favorite. Miss Swan, because they've been on for years and years and you get to know Stuart in this setting and that setting and, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think they judged it because this character blew up bigger than anybody's business. Mm -hmm. But also YouTube wasn't around when Stuart was blowing up. So I think Stuart would have popped off, but everybody already knew of it. So his, his sketch is not going to go viral on YouTube because we already been watching Stuart for years. So yeah. we already know about Stuart. Yeah. But this was a new character, a new funny thing, a new funny plat- a new platform. So it was just like perfect timing for it yeah. to blow up. So I was like, I feel like it was really Stuart or Miss Swan or one of those would have been a fan favorite, but they named Bunk Weekly fan favorite, which again, I'm honored and I'm grateful. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, it probably was though. I mean, it's you know, sometimes it's uh, that's the stuff that sticks with people. Yeah, it could be uh, you know, a lot of times something in some show, especially in a lot of sketch shows, it could be your memory of something is not a big thing. Also, I have a severe case of imposter syndrome. Yeah. So I've been yeah. told that by my team many times yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good to have it. Yeah. It's always hard to. I don't ever want to be the opposite and like walk into a room and be like, think I'm the biggest thing ever. And all of a sudden be like, wait, who? Yeah. (laughs) But if you can back it up, (laughs) (laughs) you know, why not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Breakfast is early. That's what he says when he, (laughs) when I walk in, when he walks in, Uh, they call me breakfast. Okay. Another B, B words. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not dirty. That sounded like okay. dirty. Yeah. Come another B word, but mm-hmm. no, yeah. all B words. I'm sure. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there probably some. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you uh did you guys grow up with a favorite sketch comedy show? Uh I, you know the Carol Burnett show. I remember. I mean, I was watching on I guess TV. See, me too. I thought you were gonna make fun of me, but I was gonna say that. Yeah, but you probably watched it live. I did. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I did watch it live. <laughs> you watched it like you watched the Andy Griffith show. Like you, so you might have been to a taping of the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> taping. Uh, the studio I, audience. When did Carol Burnett show? The Carol Burnett show aired. Uh, I saw it in the late seventies. I mean, I was young, but I saw sixty-seven it. to seventy-eight. Yeah. Wow. So I, yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was born in 79. Maybe I saw it in syndication, but I saw mm-hmm. it. You probably saw it in syndication. But I remember, I mean, Mama's Family, I remember seeing that show. Uh, but wherever they would show this stuff on, what would they show it on TV land? But, I mean, yeah. that's all those shows I would, I would watch. Dick Van Dyke. I wasn't watching on TV. I was watching on CBS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember where I watched yeah. it. But yeah, Tim Conway, the mm-hmm. one where he does the sketch where he gets the needle. It's still funny. Oh, it's still funny today? Yeah. Good joke now, still relevant. There's uh, a there's a sketch where he plays a, a dentist and he puts uh the what's it the called? Novocaine. Novocaine. And he keeps accidentally doing it to himself. And it's it, I still think it holds up. <laughs> it's one of the best sketches ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well Tim yeah, Conway is one of the funniest people yeah, 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 on, yeah. ever. Like, yeah, so that that stuff would have been uh when did he yeah, 2019. Yeah, Tim Conway was unreal. Yes. Uh so that was yeah, that was very much very early. That would have been my, our, yeah, the sketch that I would remember, mm-hmm. you know. Would your parents let you watch Saturday Night Live? Mm, no. I mean, I think if I would have seen Saturday Night Live, it would have been more like when I was, you're like high school or you're, 
you know, just you saw, I don't remember how you saw it, but you would just, you would see some stuff. Might've seen it like late, you know, yeah. some, I mean, you knew, I knew about it, but I don't know. We were not sitting and watching it, but like Travis, my tour manager, like their his family, they were, I mean, obsessed with Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. And so they watched it a ton. So a lot of it's through him, but then, you know, Adam Sandler movies and all that stuff came out. Everybody yeah. knew Spade, all mm -hmm. those, you know. Yeah. Did you, you watch? All right, go ahead. Mine was uh, Amanda Bynes had a show called The Amanda Show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> okay. It was a sketch comedy. I mean, it was so funny. As a yeah. kid, it was like, it was the best. All right, that's good. And she was hilarious on that show. Yeah. And there were like recurring characters. She played like a Judge Judy character that was hilarious. What happened to her? She took a turn, I think. Is she still I don't know. She, acting? She, I don't know. I haven't checked in on her in a while, but she was in Didn't some movies that were go. Isn't she? Did she she be, might. I think she, she got a little. Crazy. I think she had some trouble. Well, we all have. Yeah, we all go through some stuff. But yeah, I think she. Yeah, it was like real. Like she, there was something crazy. Now all that was like the SNL for Nickelodeon. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, or Mad TV for Nickelodeon. But and that, that's where Keenan started, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the and the Amanda show. And actually, uh, Taron, what's how you say it? Taron Killam? Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's crazy? He she was on the Amanda show, too. Which not. Yeah. I think he was on Mad TV, too. Very yeah. young. So young. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, I think if you blow up as a kid, it's, we were talking about that on the road. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know how many situations it works where it's going to be a great thing. Because yeah. they were, uh I mean, because some people, they either they have to get out of, but they they're just gonna have a weird life. It feels like. Would you allow your daughter to be in the entertainment industry? She's like, Oof. I want to be an actress. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, she wanted to. I mean, we you'd have to see. I just would want her to go through all the stuff that it takes. Has to she go ever through. brought that up to you, like wanting to be in this industry? Not doing comedy, but you know, I think she she's very uh, you know she she makes up she'll do a song and a dance and have all these act outs and I mean some of my mom was like how are you making this up and she's making out every move and mm -hmm. all this and uh, she's very creative very funny all that stuff uh, we tell her to do at school go take you know go try to do that stuff I mean but it's it's the commitment would she would they commit to it. Mm -hmm. You have to be obsessed with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're if you're not obsessed and you're just kind of like saying like, no, this is what I want to be. And yeah. then you're like, well, we, you got to go to, you know, practice today. And you're like, eh, I don't want to go to practice. Well, I can already promise you it's not going to work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's, you got to, you, you got to have an obsession with it. She's obsessed with horses right now. And she has been for, since she was a baby. So, uh, our, you know, old enough to know horses. Mm -hmm. So. Josh Peck, yeah, yeah. Josh, he was Peck. on the Amanda show. Yeah, oh. yeah, and Drake Bell, the two guys from Drake and Josh. Oh yeah. And then they created it. So this show was big. I mean, this was like you'd go to school and everyone would be quoting it. Wow. You know, from the night before. How old are you? I'm 32. Oh yes. Gotta think about it. Well, I just turned 32. That's why. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You uh, pointed this out on a previous episode. You and Dusty born the same week. And your children born the same week. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That is. Of the same year? 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The same, like the exact Dusty same Dusty asked week. me how I knew that. In the moment, I, it sounded really creepy because I didn't know. But <laughs> you guys both had 40th birthday parties the same week. Mm. And I'm the only person here probably cool enough to go to both. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. probably the only person in Nashville that went, yeah, that was cool enough to go to both. So, anyway, I'm a cool guy. But anyway, that's how I knew. <laughs> I'm a cool And then cat. his baby was born like two days after Rosie. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, wow. Or the next that? day. I don't remember. Very close. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should tell Angela about Delete Me. Oh, man. We are so excited to talk about our new sponsor, Delete Me. Nate and Laura have been using it for a long time, and now I've signed up. The onboarding process is easy. You put your information in. Delete Me goes in and clears out all your personal data, scours the internet for your personal what? data. Yeah. As a person who exists publicly, I'm sure you're hyper aware of safety and security. It's easier than ever address anything to find personal information about people online. All this data is just hanging out on the internet and can have actual consequences in the real world. Sign up and provide delete me with exactly information, what information you want deleted and their experts take it from there. They send you regular personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. And it's not just a one-time service. They are always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners today. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash Nate and use promo code Nate at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash Nate and enter code Nate at checkout. One more time. That's joindeleteme.com slash Nate. Code Nate. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And then I, when you're done using that service, then you can go to Rocket Money and have mm. them go. I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of stuff done. Yeah. 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 You clean crazy. up your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever accidentally posted your personal information? You don't You do not do a lot of like personal like yeah. story, like you're on your Instagram stories. Like, yeah. hey, I'm at home with my family. You don't do a lot of that no. anyway. But uh, <clears throat> remember once we had a guy text uh, me and Soder. <laughs> And a guy texted, uh, I think he texted me and Soder together and just said, hey, I'm just letting you know, your phone numbers are very easy to find. And then that was it. And then he goes, uh, but it was actually like a very nice, like Uh it really wasn't, he's like, I'm never texting you again. I'm not trying to text you. He's like, and he was just kind of like, just heads up your your numbers, because your number will be linked to, that's. Our stuff for anybody that's older than kind of the new age of social media, mm-hmm. like we were, when you signed up for stuff, you just linked, I mean, you can put your social security number down yeah. on your MySpace page. Like, yeah. you didn't, <laughs> none of it mattered. Yeah. And so you didn't do it. That's what, with YouTube videos, even sometimes you have old videos up and you're like, yeah, because no one, it didn't matter. I was, yeah. No one watched it. And then so there's people like, well, these videos are all the same. You're like, yeah, because no one watched uh-huh. any of them. Yeah. And so now people are watching, so you don't think about it. Yeah. Did you post your stuff? Uh, yes, I have accidentally done that before. Um, like mail with my address on it. Oh yeah. Um, now I'm very. I have to check my husband's page. Is what it is yeah. because he'll just be flippantly out there in front of the house, just with the address on the back, and I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, "Bruh, take it down." Um, but yes, somebody did get my phone number one time, and I don't respond to people that just leave me like a 
hi or something like yeah. that from a number I don't know. I'm like, what? No, yeah. spam. Bye. Um, and a lot of times I don't even respond to if it's not programmed in my phone because I don't delete anybody's phone number. So if I don't have you programmed, then I for real don't know you unless you got a new number. So if you're texting me, then you have to lead with, it's me. I got a new number. Otherwise, you're not going to yeah. get a response from me. Anyways, this person messaged me. Uh, how you been? I don't respond to that. I don't no. know you. You're not programmed. Months later, that same number texts me again. It's another similar how you been type of thing. I'm like, I'm not responding to this person. Uh, and then like a couple months later, was very specific and was like, Angela, uh, I loved your new special. When is your next one? Or something, something that sounded familiar, like it's probably mm -hmm. an old friend. Yeah. And maybe they did tell me they got a new number and I forgot to save it <laughs> yeah. or something. Right. And I'm like, okay, this feels a little more specific. So I reply and I go, I didn't program this number. Who is this? And then they're like, you don't remember me? We met at such and such party. I don't go to a lot of parties. Uh, yeah. Okay. I already know you're lying now. Because I'm like, no, we didn't. I would have never given you my phone number, first of all. And it was then it starts turning to like, yeah, mommy, you don't remember. We met at this party. You gave me your number. I'm like, first of all, I've been married for 12 years. I definitely didn't give yeah. you my number at yeah, a party. Yeah. Then they start sending me nasty pictures. Oh, and then I'm like, oh, hell no. I for <laughs> sure don't know this. And then it's like delete, block, all the things. But I took the number and my friend had some sort of like software that is very like FBI type software, whatever, and did like a reverse search on that. Well, they started saying their name. First, I started Googling their name and they were for sure using this fake name. And it was like a porn star or somebody. I'm yeah. like, that's not who's really texting me. Uh -huh. This person is not somebody who's pretending to be that person. And they reversed the number and it went to some rando dude. And it was like in Ohio or something. And it was just one of those moments of like, scary like somebody yeah. got a hold of my information yeah. and for months has been trying to reach me and yeah. text me and like sending me messages and finally was like specific enough to where i was like oh it's somebody i know okay who is this oh hell no. it was like yeah. violating yeah it's crazy I hate it. delete, I delete a, me delete me it's for Done. that i have uh yeah i have some random numbers sends me pictures of a tiger <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I swear. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I don't I don't know whose number it is, but I have 10, 12 times. But he likes it. Pictures. So he's like, send more. Yeah. yeah, I don't know whose number. I don't I don't, but it's yeah. just a tiger. He randomly Do you ever respond? No, I've never responded. And it's just always a picture of a tiger. Do you have a thread of just tigers? Yep. Like I love that. Yeah. A thread of tigers. Is it like this guy is taking pictures of a tiger and sending them to you, or is he finding pictures from the internet? It's so. pictures from the internet, but oh. it's just of a tiger. Oh. It's always a tiger. And he just sends it, and I don't know who it is. Uh -huh. And I'm the worst because I'm always feel bad if I don't. I'm like, I'm probably supposed to have this person's number. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, but you don't know. I mean, yeah, I'll have people send them his text, and they text you. Where they don't have your, they won't say who it is. Sometimes it could honestly be a famous person, and they won't mm -hmm. they say their name in it though. And you're like, "Yo, dude, I don't who, I don't know where this is coming from." Uh huh. Or just an initial. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, yeah, yeah. Like they're just text you something. You're like, now I got to figure out who this person is, or yeah, whatever it is, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. People don't just say it's, it, it's not never bad to go. 
Just throw your name back. Hey, this is, or at the end of it, say your, the person's name. Say your name. Mm-hmm. People just assume. They just text. What's interesting about that is my name is spelled so uniquely, right? Yeah. So if I ever am like, I wonder if this is still so-and-so's number, and I'm like, hey, Janelle, is this still your number? I don't want to say it's me, Angela, yeah. because of the way my name is spelled. Because then if it's not their number, and then somebody like happens to know who I am, and there's not very many people who spell their name A-N-J-E-L-A-H, yeah. you know what I mean? Then I'm like, okay. I'll just put like Ange or something. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Ange, A-N-J. At least that is a little like something. Like there's yeah. a little hint of who I am. Is this you? <laughs> you should put A-N-G and put quotation marks around the G. <laughs> and then they would get it. You know? <laughs> they would be like, ah, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's how I spell Angela. The only way I would ever spell it is your way. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, just because I don't, I never, I'd only spell it hers Angela's you don't away. know any other Angela's uh no I, I'm, I, I do I just I don't know I think, <laughs> he just didn't I care just, I don't yeah you don't I'm spell all, their names ever I don't spell their names and I guess I've just said you're you're the yeah. Angela I've said the most Thank so you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a J Angela <laughs> guy yeah hmm. uh did you have a favorite sketch show growing up um I loved both Saturday Night Live and Mad TV because I loved Stuart and Miss Swan, those characters that I mentioned. Um, and yeah, I loved them both. I, I didn't have like, I was never team like rivalry, like team Saturday Night Live or like people who are Mad TV fans are not Saturday Night Live. I was never that. What about Living Color? Oh, I loved In Living Color. Oh, I definitely loved In Living Color. Forgot about that. Yeah. Were they like a different type of person that would watch either show? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And in, in what way? Uh, I would say you know I would be Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I would say Saturday Night Live looked like you, and uh, <laughs> in the looked like Angel. <laughs> I mean, as I asked the question, I was like, yeah. "Oh boy, I hope she likes yeah. the Living Color." Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> I mean, Jim Carrey. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Right. He's the exception, <laughs> but I'm just, no younger. In Living Color, no, probably but I younger. Mean, legend like Jim Carrey, Jamie Fox, like yeah. yes, younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jennifer Lopez started yeah. as you know one of the Fly Girls. In Living Color was yeah, In Living Color is crazy. Incredible. One year for Halloween, I wanted to be a Fly Girl for Halloween, and I really I was just wearing like spandex with like a glittery headband and like glitter on and i remember like going trick-or-treating and they're like and what are you and i'm like i'm a fly girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what is that mm. yeah in the yeah and that's crazy and look cover had all those people mm -hmm. yeah i've shared this before but i think it's worth sharing again because it's very interesting they changed the nfl the super bowl halftime show the super bowl halftime show used to just be something very generic um one year it was the well, disney characters doing a halftime thing and in Living Color, at halftime, they were on a separate network of the Super Bowl. They did a live show, and people turned away from the Super Bowl at halftime <gasps> to watch In Living Color. And it took away viewers to the point no where the way. next year, the Super Bowl book, Michael Jackson is their halftime. Wow. Stop. Wow. And ever yeah, since then, it's cool. been a huge deal. That's incredible. Yeah. What a great story. Michael thank Jackson you, thank you for sharing was, a, it again. was a big deal. He was pretty big. I have heard pretty of big. him. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big. Had you ever seen Michael Jackson in person? I went to his house. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? When? This was... Neverland Ranch? Yes. Yeah. I went to Neverland Ranch. 
for his birthday party. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, this is a wild, <laughs> wild story. I must start from the beginning. I had just moved to Hollywood. I was a cheerleader for the Oakland Raiders. Mm. So I I had an in to get in places, right? It was just like my one little card I could flash. Anyway, so one of my girlfriends was in a music video. And the artist that she was in the video for was throwing a concert. And so we went to the concert and we were backstage. We were total groupies. I was full on groupie mode. So we're backstage and um, there's a guy there. We meet him and he's like, yeah, I'm a producer. And I had remembered a friend told me, if you ever meet somebody in Hollywood, they say they're a producer. It's a big fat lie. Don't even, everybody yeah. says they're a producer. Don't even fall for it. So they're like, if they're, they say, give me your information. I'm a producer. Don't do it. And I'm like, okay, noted. And then so I meet this guy and he's like, um, you know, are you guys dancers? And we're like, yeah, we're all dancers. Cause I mean, we were, mm -hmm. but it was just like, yeah, we're dancers. And he's like, okay, well I'm throwing a, a birthday party and I need some go-go dancers at this party. Let me get your information. I'm a producer. I'm producing this live event. Let me get your information. I was like, yeah, sure. So I give him my phone number. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he calls me like a few days later and he is like, hey, so I need six girls. He didn't say girls. Keep in mind. He said, I need six dancers. And it's for a birthday party. And it's next weekend. Um, can you get me six dancers? I was like, yeah, I got you. And he's like, okay, cool. Oh, by the way, it's at Neverland Ranch. It's for Michael Jackson's birthday. Wow. And I was like, shut up. No <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. I can, Six dancers? Got you. I hang with the phone. Now that I know it's Michael Jackson's house, <laughs> I did not try to get six dancers. I called six of my friends. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, do you want to be a go-go dancer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I didn't even call girls. I called my homies. I was like, I called Chuck. Chuck is a real dancer. Harry, yeah. who's a real dancer. Harry Shum, who's actually a very famous actor now and like has blown up like crazy. But, um... We, we were all dancers. We do commercials and like music videos and yeah. stuff like that. And so I called like, I'm like, Chuck, you want to go to Michael Jackson's house? Harry, you want to go to Michael Jackson's house? I call my friend DJ Angie V. She's not even professionally dancing. She's just like good at dancing. I'm like, girl, you want to go to Michael Jackson's house? I just called my friends. Yeah. So a bunch of us got together and we went to the radio station and there was a charter bus at the radio station. Um, I think it was like Kiss FM or something. And we load into this charter bus and they drive us out to Neverland Ranch and we get there and they're like, you can't bring in cameras or anything. This is before cell phone cameras, right? So like you can't bring cameras or anything like that. Leave all your stuff in the car. So we, in, in the bus. So we get out and there's like the archway, these gates and you go through and the first thing you see is a train stop. And you're waiting in the train depot. This is on Neverland Ranch. While you're waiting in this little train depot, they have like ice cream and like goodies. So like you get an ice cream and then you hop on this little train yeah. and the train takes you all the way to Neverland Ranch, right? So you're just eating your ice cream <laughs> on a train going to Neverland Ranch. And it's like huge. Yes. It's yeah. like a huge property. And so like you see it and then you see Michael Jackson's house is like right there. Like, whoa, that's his house. Yeah. Like right there. And then right behind it was his kid's playhouse, which is like a house that's like equally as big, but it's just the playhouse. Yeah. And then we go to the ranch. We go see the the games. There's there's like a um, just like when you go to an amusement park, and they have rides. The Ferris wheel. They had a movie theater, like a full movie theater with concession stand and everything. And I remember going into this movie theater, and all the concession was free. So they gave me like this big bucket for popcorn, but filled it up with like 
king size candies of everything. You really were like a kid. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Um, anyway, they had this big, huge tent out there, like an event tent. And you go in, they have a DJ and, um, they had go-go dancers that were dancing on the boxes and stuff. And we walk in and the guy who booked us, he goes, Oh, I guess they already booked dancers. Well, just enjoy yourselves. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh so we didn't even yeah. dance oh. or anything. We literally were just at Michael Jackson's birthday party. Wow. Just walking around. And I remember at one point there was their security guards at like every corner. And, um, there was this like group of people that started congregating around this one area. And so I go up to the security guard and I'm like, what's happening over here? And he goes, just stand by me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, just stand by me. I'm like, okay. And I go, Angie, come here. And she's like, what? And I'm like, just stand by me. <laughs> and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, but something's about to go down. Yeah. So we're standing by the security guard. There's a bunch of people congregating all of a sudden. Next thing you know, the DJ announces, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the birthday boy himself, Michael Jackson. And he comes walking out of this door and walks right in front of us. And we became like those girls in the documentaries that just start crying yeah, when they yeah. see Michael Jackson. Yeah, like yeah. we became them. He walks past us and we're like, oh my God. We're like reaching for him. We're shaking. We're crying. We're looking at each other like, why are we crying? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it was wild. The most wild experience. Uh, I remember like going into his kids like playhouse and just like looking at his kids drawings on there. And I'm like, I, this feels violating. Like I probably yeah. should not be in this playhouse. And like, it was just the weirdest thing being at Michael Jackson's wow. house. And then after the party's done, we load up onto the bus <laughs> and we ride back to LA wow. and we're like, what just happened? Yeah. Were there other celebrities there? So that's the thing is there weren't that many celebrities. I think earlier in the day, there was like a big event because I remember seeing like <clears throat> in like People Magazine or Us Weekly or one mm -hmm. of those like tabloid magazines, they had pictures from Michael Jackson's birthday party and it was like a daytime event yeah. at, at the thing. And there was all kinds of celebrities that were there. And then for the party, there wasn't that many people left. Like there was a couple of people that are like, oh, I've seen that guy on TV. Oh, but yeah. no, it wasn't like Leonardo DiCaprio was there or something <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, it was the most wild. I had just moved to Hollywood like maybe six months. Yeah. I just got there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Michael this Jackson. is my life now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh. Did uh, <clears throat> did you ever get to meet him or anything? Or did you never really get no. close enough? No, how that was it. Like, is, how many people are there? Like a thousand? Uh, No, maybe like a couple hundred. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm -hmm. Was the rest of the night just mingling or was it orchestrated? Dancing. It was just dancing, food, music. Yeah. Did he speak or anything? Um, I think he did like a thank you. Everybody's saying happy birthday. And he did like a thank you guys for coming. Have fun. Blah, blah, blah. And that was yeah. it. Mm. How old was he then? I, I don't know. remember. It was 2003 though. Okay. He was probably around 50. 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He was born in 58. Look up his birthday party and see if they have images from his birthday party mm -hmm. in 2003. He was 45 at the time. 45. Oh, he's my age. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I'll look for some like, pictures. Yeah, well. Well, while you're looking that up, let me tell you about better help. Oh, I can't. We wait. can all use some better help, right? And why are uh some what are some things that you want to keep the same about yourself or your life in 2024? This is the new year. Around New Year's, we sometimes think about how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we've already been doing right. 
kind of like you finally organizing one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you don't have to have extreme resolutions and make small changes that stick. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. You get a therapist, you don't like the therapist, we get it. We can change it up. We can start all over. Celebrate the progress you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash Nate today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nate. I need a new therapist. You do? Mine's too expensive. Yeah, well, better help. Better help. Use a promo code Nate. I will do that. Thank you. Yeah. So this was Michael Jackson. This is, this is a party? Since uh, 2003. Yeah. But who knows? I mean. Well, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Does any of that look familiar, Angela? I do remember him wearing white. Yeah. But... There you are. Oh, my God. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. Yeah. That looks like at a charity event or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a guy that's like probably been thrown for his every birthday. He probably got thrown 12 right. parties. Right. Exactly. The mm-hmm. town, this town would like to throw you this party. You know, man, that's crazy. I have never even thought to Google images from that day. Yeah. I'm going to do that when I have get you home. Have talked about it? I wrote about it in my book. Oh, yeah. I tried telling it <laughs> on stage, this story that I just yeah. told, but I couldn't ever crack it because there's so many Detail. I gotta give you the abridged version. There's so many details to this story that make you go like, no way. Like, and then this led to this, and no way, and then this. Oh my gosh. And on stage, it just it took too long. You gotta cut the fat. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't do it. And I was like, but then if I cut the fat, you don't really get like how big this moment yeah. was and everything. And and so it didn't work. And I was like, I'm gonna save this for a book one day. And so I when I wrote my yeah, book, it's perfect I added that. it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a, yeah, I mean, to see that big of a star. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the most famous people ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be at Neverland Ranch, it's 2,700 yeah. acres. <laughs> so big. Where was that? Santa Barbara. Oh. I think Santa Barbara. I think so. So you just drive up there? Wow. Mm-hmm. Chartered a bus. That's the guy from the radio. That, that yeah. might be... Looks like a radio station party. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. All right. I'm going to share some stuff about Saturday Night Live that I thought was very interesting that I never never learned. So the reason Saturday Night Live even started is because NBC affiliates at 1130 Eastern on Saturday nights were running Johnny Carson reruns. It was one of the episodes that had aired earlier in the week. But Johnny wanted to stop start stop working so much he wanted to take a night off during the week and rerun that episode there so he was like you got to find something else for saturday night at 11 30 so the nbc president went to lauren michaels who i think maybe was 29 years old wow. something mm-hmm. like that at the time super super young and said can you come up with a show there was already a show called saturday night live that had just started on abc no way hosted by howard cosell <laughs> wow do you know who Howard Cosell uh-huh. is? He's this old sports announcer that did Monday wow. Night Football. The last person you would think that would be hosting a show called Saturday Night Live. And it was one of the worst shows in television history. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that guy right there. Yeah. He yeah, he did like uh, the Muhammad Ali fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, like he would do those big, you know, he was just the biggest name ever. Was that you just saying that? It's one of is the worst it, uh, shows of all time? Or is that... my same well, birthday. Well, that's what I read. I didn't see it myself, but it <laughs> oh, got canceled. Look at that. Quick. He was born oh, March 25th. How about that? Same How birthday. 1918. So that means NOAA was 118 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they couldn't call Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, because uh-huh. there was already a Saturday Night Live. So when it first started, it was called NBC Saturday Night, mm. oh. which I never knew. But then they would say, live from New York, it's Saturday night, instead of saying, it's Saturday Night Live, which yeah. I never even thought about. Mm. And the Howard Cosell show, because it, it aired during primetime, they were called the primetime players. So on SNL, they were called the not ready for primetime players. Oh, yeah. <gasps> So, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's that was, cool. That was, that was good. And they then, still have all that stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's still yeah. all that. Now, the Howard Cosell Saturday Night Live version did not last very long. But he was a sketch show? Yeah. 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 But it was apparently terrible. It had Bill Murray, um, Brian Doyle Murray, who I didn't. I had no idea that was his br- Bill Murray's brother, but he's been in a ton of stuff. Christopher Guest. So, they had some big people, wow. but it just didn't last very long. Nate, how did it feel saying the slogan? Like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. The uh the live and I didn't say it. You didn't you didn't no, say it? No, no, I didn't realize it either till that thing, but it's always a cast member. Oh, okay. Cause I I, oh. I never realized mm. that. Cause I thought, oh, maybe mm. like, you know, because their first sketches because I said I didn't want to be do anything politics. So the first sketch usually is topical or uh-huh. politics. So then I was like, oh, I don't even now get a chance to say it's like, but uh, I didn't realize it was, it's always a cast member. Oh, it's never a guest. Uh, it's been a guest a few times, but it's, if it's a guest, it's, you know, it was it's like Alec Baldwin playing Trump. Like, sure. Right. Someone that's been on the yes, show yes, yes, a yes. million times. Even his episode, uh, Christopher Walken was the one that said it. Right? Yes. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I would have should... been so nervous. I'd be like, oh my God, this is the one part I cannot mess up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it been, yeah, it was almost once you realize it's like not, you're never, no one's saying it, you're like, it's kind of a relief. Like, you're like, okay, well, then I'll, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise you're just, you know, you're like, well, did I do something? Why are they not letting me say it? Like, uh-huh. you know, it could be a million things, but then yeah, yeah. you're like, no, no, no. And I, I think I, I like it that they, it's for, it's reserved for the mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. Is, I like that. You too. know, it really makes it special. Yeah, about the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, James Austin Johnson, our our friend uh, who's from here, he was playing Biden and Trump mm-hmm. um, in his very first episode ever as a cast member. He was in the very first scene, the cold open. He came out as Biden and got to say live from New York mm. yeah. in his very first episode, very first wow. scene. That's crazy. And um, that's got to be crazy. I know. And then maybe your episode was the first one where they switched it to Mikey Day playing Biden. It was. And, you know, the reason I read, which makes sense, it's going to be Trump and Biden. Yeah, they're gearing up for, they got to be. They can't play both. That makes sense. And he's a great, he's a great Biden, but James is a really great Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why they switched it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they officially said that, but that's what I read. And that does seem to make sense. Yeah. So that does make sense. Um, yeah, Lauren Michaels is one of the most impressive people I've ever met. I mean, really crazy. Did you get to have conversation with oh, him, like yeah. real conversation? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's great. And I mean, he's he makes you feel like a star. Like he makes you feel mm. like you know, uh, 
just, I mean, man, that guy's done everything. You do a dinner, you do, I mean, it's just, he's such a brilliant dude. He's there, he's around, he's, you know, you see the, the, the cast will go up and talk to him at the after party. And, you know, I, I don't think no one feels it's the, it's the perfect amount of, uh, respect and like accessibility where I think no one, I mean, I'm sure people do take advantage of his time, but it feels like the people that would be close to another show. It's, it's like, well, if I need to go say something, I don't, I think I can feel like I can go talk to him, mm -hmm. but you're not going to just go for no reason, talk to him. And that's why you see all the old cast members, them being around him. They, you know, they really gravitate towards mm -hmm. him and that's he's cool. just like a, you know, a father almost like to dad. so many people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people's careers is just, wow. this guy was the guy that you would go to and ask for a lot of stuff. That's very cool. Yeah. Like, you know, his vice and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's only been delayed like maybe three times ever. One of them was the, Game six of the 1986 World Series. That's the famous Bill Buckner yeah. game. It went to extra innings, and it was delayed a couple hours starting. Jennifer Lopez hosted once, and there was an XFL game going on. XFL just started, mm. and the game went long, and they didn't tell her that this isn't going out live. They went ahead and did it starting at 1130, but it was actually 45 minutes late. But... Lauren Michaels was so mad about it that he went to NBC. The XFL changed their rules <laughs> just to accommodate him wow. as far as the length of the game. And they agreed if it, the game's never over, they're just switching to Saturday Night Live no matter what. Wow. And then the third time was just three years ago when Dave Chappelle hosted the first episode after the 2020 election in the Clemson-Notre Dame football game went to double overtime. Mm -hmm. It started a little late. Wow. So Time is it. Oh, We can wrap it we up. We can wrap it up. 6.45. Oh, yeah, I got to go feed my daughter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. My boobs are telling me I, I need to feed an infant. Yeah. Hold I hear on. you, sister. What time is it? <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. You go, Angela, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're good. That's a legit real, that's a real reason. It's the only real reason we've ever had. Yeah. Someone to leave. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, most time people just leave. But very good. Yeah, most time really. Nate just asked me to leave and yeah. we know it's time to wrap it up. Uh, you can just tell by time, like you just, your body just like, you can just guess what time it is. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Time check, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, we really enjoyed having, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, people yeah. have been asking forever for you to be yeah. on. Oh, so we're so thrilled really you cool. finally could do yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's the first episode of the new year. First episode of the happy yeah. new year, everybody. Happy new year. Huh? Happy new year. 20, how's your, how's your year yeah. going? How's your year? <laughs> how's your year going? Uh, you have what do you have? You have your movie Candy Lane's out. You're yeah, and you'll be on Candy tour. Lane, um, my hour special on YouTube is called yes. Say I Won't. Check that out. Share with all your friends. Um, and, and your yeah, tour. You're on, on the road. I'm on the road. So come see me. Go to my website Angela.com and come see me. Yeah. Uh, this weekend I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Band, uh, January fourth through six. I just opened for Angela in Tulsa at uh, Hard Rock Casino, and she introduces me from the side of the stage. She said, what do you want me to say? And I said, tell them I met the Looney Band January 4th through 6th. And she said, they ain't going to remember that. I'm just going to say good friend of mine, Brian Bates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go see his website. So uh, now I'm letting y'all know I'm at Looney Band January 4th through 6th. Yeah. <laughs> she said, they ain't going to remember all yeah. that. Just uh, going out there. I'm in Columbus, Ohio at the Funny Bone this weekend, then St. Paul, Minnesota next weekend, and then Dayton, Ohio the next all weekend. Right. That's all my right. January. 
All right. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful, a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year in 2024. Here we are. All right. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.